going on, everyone? Welcome to Season Gaming Bitcast, episode 143. It is another beautiful Saturday here and a week loaded with gaming news. Uh, a lot of things to talk about this week. So we've brought back two of our favorites here. So first, I'm going get... <laughs> to... I just looked at your name again, Dan. How, how are you yes. doing? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm okay. I'm average, I guess. Wait, you just went from good to average in yeah, about four right. seconds. I'm here. So Okay, now we're down to here. Do you want to keep going? <laughs> Just assume that I'm alive and doing okay. All right, all right. Well, it's the best thing you can ask anymore. So. Yep, you got the uh, the awesome uh, uh, Sugar Skull SG shirt. Yes, I do. Rocking it, love it, yep. love it. It was next up in line. <laughs> on the hanger. Yep, that's right. <laughs> that, the only reason it was is because I actually went through and had to, you know, organized the closet the other day so oh, okay super exciting stuff here on season gaming yes yes yeah. all the latest <laughs> <laughs> so join us uh this week uh obviously we had a uh a hiccup last week he was supposed to join us but luckily he can come back this week is our friend from across the pond host of the midweek mix-up podcast wandering dutch how are you sir i'm not bad at all not bad i've uh, a busy week but uh, it's been a fun busy week getting the channel up and running again after several months off so um, a lot of interviews, and uh, just interviewed uh, Thomas Sala from Falcon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was good fun yesterday. A really cool guy. So yeah, I'm I'm awesome. I have a little bit of gaming in between as well. So yeah, all is good. Yeah, that's the that's the life, right? Between family, work, and gaming and content, it's uh, it's a full time job. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> too right. So. It's mostly the editing that's the full time part. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot. So, but thanks for coming on, man. Good to have you. And uh, we'll touch on the other thing we were going to mention. We'll touch on that a little later. So uh, stay tuned. Um, and of course, joining us, what? It's only been two weeks since you were last on, I believe. I know. Is right? uh, host of the Trophy Room. You know him as Mr. Bad Bit Joe. What is happening, brother? Been better, but I'm happy to be here today. Get my mind off things, talking some PlayStation, talking some Halo. You Good know, because I'm a real fan, unlike a fake fan that we both know, Ains. It goes by the name of Luke Snore. Yeah. <laughs> he sucks, dude. He sucks. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll get that going. Don't worry. Don't yeah, worry. I, yeah, I have here in my notes that you are the founder of the hashtag Boo Luke movement. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. So we need to make sure that stays strong. You know, we're yeah. passionate. We need to let the world know how. How much this guy sucks. Is there, you know? is there a Patreon for that? We are starting a foundation. Thank you. Right. That's a great question. We foundation. are starting a foundation. Yeah. yeah. yeah we can't, we, we need, again, the world, all eyes, all ears knowing, you know, that Luke sucks in Boo Luke. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's, he's going to be pissed because now you've been on back to back big casts and we yep. continue to boo him without him having his latest appearance. So I think this just goes to show who's the favorite in the, in, in the family. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I need to get um, on this foundation, man. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. for the kids. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, for the kids. Fantastic. Hashtag. Um, but <laughs> but no, it's uh, good to see everyone in chat, man. It's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a great show, like uh, Joe just alluded to, man. It's a big week. We've got Outriders, we've got Halo, we've got State of Play, and we've got a bunch of other PlayStation news other than State of Play as well. So a lot to talk about. Great week to have Joe on, of course. So. Let's uh, let's start with Outriders, though. I know uh, that was kind of the big kind of release this week, uh, full demo. And uh, when they say a demo, it really is a full demo, right? You can play to level seven. It's uh, the whole first chapter of the game. You can use all four classes. Um, 
And this, of course, is from people who can fly who uh, were known for developing Bullet Storm and Gears of War Judgment. Um, so it's kind of their first attempt at one of these bigger, broader titles. So I've put uh, a few hours into it. Um, I know people in my house, my stepson has already, he's one of those min-max guys. So he was at level seven, like three hours after it launched and is already figuring out how to find legendary loot in the demo and, you know, all these kind of things. So uh, we've talked a lot about it in my house. But um, mm. how you guys, you know, are you into this? Is this a game you're interested in? Have you played it? What are your thoughts? Uh, Dodge, I'll start with you, man. Yeah, well, you won't be able to see, but just behind us, before we started, I literally booted it up, and I've played <laughs> okay. about 20 minutes. But I did play the alpha beforehand as well, so I got in on a technical test. Okay. Um, but no, it's, it's, it is a good game. Um, I'm, I am digging the story so far, and the way the kind of story starting to kind of go into that. So, okay. um, yeah, certainly interesting. Again, with games like this, it has to differentiate its story, because with cover-based shooters like Gears of War, we've played Gears of War for years, so it needs mm. to be different. And the story itself, of course, needs to stand out. So, yeah, so far it's it's looking very interesting, and I'm digging the, the kind of story vibe that I'm getting from okay. it so far. Yeah, I, I think that's powers what... and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, and I was gonna say I think that's one of the misconceptions about the game. Even I had early on is that it was trying to be a new Destiny, Anthem, Division, etc. type game. And while it's got a lot of those uh, nuances to it, it's um, it's really aiming to be a story-driven kind of contained experience. Um, yeah. So uh, it's a looter shooter gears, which is different. <laughs> yes, it's it's mm -hmm. a weird mix. Uh, I, we were joking the other day that I, I got serious anthem vibes playing it. Uh, the vision in it, it's obviously got a loser in it. I mean, right down to the sprinting, which feels like the roadie run um, in a way, right? Um, and uh, shotgunning and uh, the the gore, obviously. So it's it's kind of a weird mix of the games we are all familiar with. Yeah. yeah. Joe, you been playing it at all? I had to stop, man. This is the first time I have met a game. It, it, oh, like oh, almost ever in my life where it's actually made me actually sick. Like, and I'll tell you why. First off, it's not like, oh, the gore, it's too much. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> I love Gears. And the the little that I've played from it, it, it does scream heavy Gears influence meets Division influence. Like, yeah. so much so in terms of Gears that I am... I, I I hit R one to reload, and I tried to hit an active just on just on the, the the just the mental practice with gears because the assault rifle, at least the one I was playing, very much shoots exactly like a lancer from Gears of War. So um, you know, it, there's promise in in its gameplay. Um, I've just run into the problem that a lot of people have. Uh, I probably gonna need C bands playing this bad boy because the shaky cam that they use in the cutscenes and when you're talking to like people uh, yeah. around town is out of this world. Um, yeah. They commented on it. I know they posted a tweet about it the other night. Yeah, They're like, we don't know what we can do with this, but we're going <laughs> to, and I appreciate that. I really do. It's just, it's one of those things I feel like people can fly does that. I don't dig, which is like the core foundation is really good, but then there's like these little things that they change that doesn't need to be changed. Like, again, I, I hate that. I hate that. So like, I literally had to like turn away from the TV if there was a cinematic going because my eyes just were disoriented. And then the motion blur in this game is intense. Like, yeah, I, it's I, a lot. It's a lot. 
I understand that in the final product, there'll be a scale that you can, you know, minimize or just turn sure. off more. But yeah, that also is really disorienting. If I'm running and I do a quick turn, um, I'm just like, whoa, like I'm, I'm taken back. So I, I actually, I played about an hour of it and I was just like, okay, well, actually, like, I, I got a migraine. I'm not feeling that great. I think this is too much for me. So I went back to Hitman 2. <laughs> okay. Hitman 2. Okay. It, there's promise there. I, I, I'm with Dutch. I think the, the, there's a good game here. I'm just going to wait to the finished product. I'm going to see the reviews. I'm going to see what you know the consensus is around this game. And I'm going to make that judgment call there. Because, you know, I'm I'm... I'm digging what I'm able to experience. My one co-host, Kyle, who isn't a big, you know, like looter shooter guy, really digging this game. So it's it's interesting to see. You're you're, you're either on board with it or you're getting sick from it. I see. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. So I'll save my impressions, Dan. I know uh, we talked a, a little bit about it offline, but what are you what are you thinking? How much time you got into it? Uh, I think I'm level four or five. Um, okay. I'm, I've gotten through a few side quests and a few main quests. Um, I'm not really liking it that much, only because there are games out there that do everything that it does better. Some of which yeah. are all in one package. Yeah, like you, you, you can. Except the only thing that differentiates them is like the the story or you know the what it looks like. I mean, Division is one of those games. You can play that mm. as a completely single player game. You know, for the most part, you're not going to get every single piece of content, obviously, because there's so much of it. But I think it does a lot of that stuff better. What I see from it is, you know, it's got the Anthem vibes. It's got Division vibes. It's got like Marvel's Avengers vibes in the way they do their their level, uh, uh, how they put their levels together. I think the the cover, the, like, like the, the way they, they just the level design is kind of sucks. Because it's almost exactly the same everywhere you go. It's just like, here's some cover, go to there. You know, so you kind of know where you're going. And a lot of, you know, I played as the trickster. And a yeah. lot of those, you know, special moves require you to really be up close and or not in cover. You know, so if if you're, yeah. you know, it, it doesn't really lend itself to that very well. I think for what it is, if it were like a $40 game. You know, because I've seen it, it's probably what thirty to forty hours. I think somebody said. Um, I could see myself getting in on it. Um, I've never been a real big co-op guy, but it, I can see where that might be fun. I just think you have all these examples, and you can pull from all these games and all these different uh, mechanics, and you know, and you can see the, the influences. I mean, there are anomalies in this game, just like there were in Anthem. Four classes, yeah. just like there were an Anthem. You know, I mean, it's so similar in, 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 but now Anthem was much more ambitious, but in the fact that it was trying to be ambitious, not that it actually was ambitious in the end, it actually sucked. <laughs> but, um, you know, we'll talk about this, that a little later. Yeah, this is a, it's, it's a, it's a contained game. So it's not, yeah. you know, a, a looter. It's not a games as a service. It's not, anything like that, you know? So I kind of see what they're going for. I, I love Bulletstorm. It's one of my favorite games, you know, back Bulletstorm was fun, man. It was Real super fun. fun. And that's, and I think that's what I think this game is missing a little bit. It's, it's not super fun. It's, it's, it's not really open world at all. 
which yeah. is fine. It's just it's just all these levels feel very samey to me. So that's not- the one common thing that I've been hearing <laughs> when it comes to the level design. It's just like. Yeah, this is like a video game as video game in terms of like here you you know when you're walking into a kill box. It's like here's right. a town, walk down this hallway, here's a battleground, kill them, walk down this hallway, here's another battle zone thing, kill box. Yeah, you know. I'm waiting for the Dragon Age 2 moment where I walk into something, it's like, hey, that's exactly the same, except that's a different color, you know. Or <laughs> that route is actually open this time, but the route that I went through last time is closed, you know. So I'm waiting. I haven't hit that yet. I've seen things that are very very close to that but you know i mean for for the first time going into it you know bravo you know it looks like it'll be fun in a group um i I really need to try all the other stuff too i think i mean classes the other classes yeah yeah, pyromancer and all that stuff yeah so i've been using uh i've been playing a ton of division which we're going to talk about but i'm always the guy who sits back and snipes or like marksman rifle right so this i was about to do that again with the technomancer and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be the devastator instead and just literally smash everything. And so that's I what I did that too. Yeah, it's actually, it's fun. That's the funnest part of the game is mm-hmm. running around, leaping, smashing, giving things. Um, but all the other complaints you had, um, I kind of echo. It's like there, there's a good game here, but it's, they're going to have to find it. I don't know what they're, yeah. it feels like they're trying to, to your point, they're trying to do things from many different genres, and yet it's like jack of all trades, master of none type thing. Mm-hmm. This, um, this would be a good game to delay for six months and figure shit out. Honestly, I think it could be something, but I don't know if they'll go and do that. You know what I mean? If you're if you're at this point in development, honestly, yeah. I feel like with this game, you might it, you might have a good good chance to get it out in April uh, because there's just nothing. You know, and people go, or will buy it and test it out and try and for those who like it, stick with it. And those who don't, you know, jump out. And it's a good opportunity for them to really get the good, what what people like, what people don't like. And then hopefully by the end of summer, have some type of uh, battle plan of, of how to address some of the issues or even just address some of the issues just out front of the game. You know? Yeah. I, one of the big ones you guys touched on, uh, and I was talking to other people about last night, it's just the world design. It feels incredibly linear and same yeah. like Dan said, every time you do a mission. And one of the things, you know, we keep bringing up Anthem, but one of the things Anthem did right was that sense of discovery, right? You, yep. you, you got thrown out into this huge open space. You jumped up, you flew, and you could go create your own battle scenarios. You could find mm-hmm. caves or other things, you know, whereas here it's like you're, you're walking a path. And yeah. if you do that, like Gears does, Gears does it extremely well, and they expanded a bit in Gears 5, of course. But they Gears makes the environments interesting, the combat scenarios interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it does all these things right because it's been polished over a very long time now. Um, whereas this just feels, to your point, it's like, okay, I walk down this path, I'm going to fight these same old dudes, smash them, then I'm going to walk down another path, which looks really similar to the last path, smash all these dudes again, and it's just very repetitive Uh, especially i was playing division with a bunch of people last night and i was like going from outriders to division two as it is now on next gen is literally like night and day i mean you can feel the the jump in triple a kind of polish um you know i mean it's it's night and day and i think Mm -hmm. elu who's in the chat had the funniest comment he's like the cover button in outriders is more of a suggestion it doesn't yeah. usually work. <laughs> it's like yeah. sometimes yeah. it'll work, sometimes it won't. That's a, yeah, that's true. It's more like try and cover. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like hit it a few times and uh, roll the dice, see what happens. Yep. Um, 
But to your point, Dan, that the weird thing, there is a weird design decision here because it's a cover shooter, supposedly. But literally, when you start the game, it says change your mentality. You need to be aggressive. Yeah. Um, and in fact, like the Devastator, you have to kill people in close proximity to gain health back. So same you have to be on top of them. The same way. Yeah. So it's like what the cover is completely point. All the cover does for Devastator is get in my way. Um, yes. It, it, it's it's kind of strange in that regard. Yeah, but Trickster is more of a, you know, kind of a fast moving, slow, to, you know, hit somebody, it'll slow down time for a second. You know, it, it really kind of works in that way. You have to be affected by that stasis or whatever it is they put them in. Yeah. So, yeah, the cover just doesn't do me any good whatsoever, you know, because I'm trying to go, you know, boom, 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 boom. And if I'm sitting there in cover and these guys are these aren't stormtroopers. They're actually really good shots. No, the bullets you know? follow you everywhere. You yeah. I mean, it's them. insane. They, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just like, all I just see my health down, 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 and then yeah. I just run at people and then hit the, you know, big stasis button and then kill as much as I can to get my health back up. And then I run back away from it. It's just like, this is cause I'm kind of a glass cannon. You know? Yeah. And Even the devastator is like, I have that high armor, high health and it's early. Right. So yeah. obviously you can build into it, but yeah, I mean, there's plenty of times where I'm down to my last third and I'm literally like, I have to kill somebody quick. And yeah, it's, exactly. You know, which is fun because it's making you rush at people, but again, it goes against the cover aspect. So yeah. also um, the loot is flat out garbage. I mean, like, Ooh. I mean, I mean, I'm just going to say, I mean, you, it doesn't, you don't, don't get me not, started on loot. Like, listen, I'm, I'm not even a big Luke. I'm not like you. Where it has to have like 18 different, you know, stats or anything, but more than two, right? Like, <laughs> hey, you got plus two on this one. What does that yeah, the mean? first time I saw 18 armor and then I got a new one, and it's like 20 armor. I'm like, come on, stop. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was, I was just like, come on. We got, if you're going to do something, do it, do a little bit better than that. It doesn't have yeah. to be division style loot, you know? That's, yes, it that's, does. Yeah. Yes, I mean, I would be fine with it, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, even then, I mean, it can get too much. So, I mean, maybe yeah. they simplified it for people. Yeah. You know, I get it. I get it, man. Sorry, just shouting out uh, Kaibatsu, Lord in the house. What's up, brother? As much as I enjoyed the demo, linear nature of Outriders feel like PSP bite-sized levels game. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's <laughs> tough but fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't draw this one to review. <laughs> uh steve actually so right after yeah. uh steve for season gaming has his impressions uh his kind of preview of it done which will be published on the site later today so yeah cool yeah Sorry, Joe, you to, yeah no loot has to feel important loot has to be you know loot has to give you the sense of oh man this is this is worth it right like i don't like games where it's like yeah like Example Borderlands, where it's like, and we have like five million pieces of loot, and I'm like, that doesn't sound cool at all. <laughs> like, you know, I like the classic WoW days of like, here's some armor, here's like, you know, here's the stats it's gonna do, and it's gonna carry with you for a few levels as well, so that you also build like an attachment to the items. Because if you're just throwing away everything just to get to, you know, just to min max, it just doesn't feel that great. Right, mm -hmm. because then the only piece of loot you're you're really grinding for is the ones that truly matter, and then like has that little like you know that that little random stat that you need. So it really needs to feel like it it it's impacting your gameplay and it's it's influencing the way you play, but not 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 feeling throwaway. You know, yeah, yeah. it's I better agree. than Anthem. 
loot. So. <laughs> Anthem loot is pretty damn bad. Um, now, one thing I did see, just to, you know, I agree with everything you guys said, and I could rant about loot for way too long, so I won't. But um, one thing I did notice, right, is I'm at the point now where I'm getting blue items. Um, and I know my stepson has gotten purple items. Um, and they do, starting at blue, they start to build into your skills. Um, so it is getting a little better. Um, but I just don't know how complex that's going to get because the loot does feel very Destiny-ish. Um, and that is by no means a compliment. Um, yeah. I think one of the worst aspects of Destiny is the loot design, personally. Um, whereas, you know, the gameplay is great. But um, yeah, and again, jumping from the Division 2, which is they've spent the past few years modifying their loot tables and how the design is. And it's at a point now, which I'll talk about more later, where it's actually one of my favorite of all time. Um, it's pretty nuts how how good the loot is in that game. So, yep. so last thing on Outriders before we uh, move on. Do you think, and I know, Joe, you kind of touched on this. Do you think this game, April 1st, right? Now, April may have a lot of big releases, but they're a little later. So it, it feels like it may get the jump on uh, some titles. You think this game has legs? Maybe. <laughs> Take some thought, but maybe. Um, there's just so many games from here to the next. And I know, like, they, they keep on trying to stress that, like, this isn't a... They, they're trying to make it, like, this isn't a Destiny. This isn't, like, a, you know... It's not um, a live service. A division. It's not a live service. It's like, no, you definitely... this. You could call it what you want, but, like... You know, if it quacks like a duck, looks like a duck, it's a duck. <laughs> this thing's a fucking duck. So like, for me, it's it's definitely it definitely is a live service game. They definitely have plans to support this thing well into its lifespan. And yeah, I think they gotta be smart with it because I understand why they didn't say, you know, this is a game's a service game, because you have to live up to destiny. And as much as people claim they hate it now, it is the best one that does it. And so you know, you, you have expectations that are maybe impossible to meet when you say that. But to me, there, you know, I, it, it really depends on what's coming out in May that really does the damage, you know? Yeah. And there's a lot coming, uh, some of which we're going to talk about here shortly. I don't know. Dutch, you think? You think this game's going to be successful long term? <sighs> Possibly. I think it all <laughs> lies in the community. Uh, but again, as, as terrible as Anthem was in parts, it also had a very strong community in the end, and that mm -hmm. didn't save it. That's true. That's very true. Which is unfortunate. So I don't know. It's it's potentially, potentially, it really depends on how, how that full game is. And it's not just, of course, we can see how the gameplay is in the demo, but really we need to see what the content is in the full game. Yeah. Like how much loot is there, what, what different armors and customizations are there what what is the story like yeah, it's a lot it's riding on so we won't really know until we've got our hands on the full game to, to see whether or not it's got legs i think the demo is just a glimpse and from what we've got in the demo there is noticeably performance issues yeah that's uh, true there's too. some popping issues which i've noticed straight away some texture issues um among the fact that of course some of the button prompts don't work as and when you need them to <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, so it's a potential, but bigger games are filled for less. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I hope 
that when the full game arrives, like you commented on the story a few times, Dustin, I think that's key. Um, but I'm also hoping that, you know, this is apparently kind of the prologue chapter, the first chapter of the game, right, in the demo. And I'm hoping that it opens up at some point, you know, so you can go kind of explore at will and there's bigger open areas because they've shown in a lot of the previews this big, beautiful world. And I'm like, well, where is it? Because you get a glimpse of it when you first land on the planet and then that's kind of it. You get to the town and everything's brown and linear. So I'm yeah. kind of confused. And even in some of the play testing that we've seen months back where they were showing off the powers and things like that, it looked like very kind of linear boxed in levels. Yes, it did. Yeah, which concerns so... me. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway, yeah, so anything else to add on that, guys? No, I mean, I think this is going to be one of those games where it's like, well, let's see how they frame it. You know, I, I know they're, like Joe said, they're running away from that games as a service, but it, gosh, it looks exactly like three or four different games as a service, all national one. You know, I mean, I don't know how you support a DLC and maybe some new characters, you know. I'm new- guessing it's going to be more like the kind of Borderlands 2 style where it's this big contained game and then there's expansions, right? Instead yeah. of just these constant monthly updates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I that. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. But, I mean, it's – I don't know, man. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it – you know, people – what people think about it. I think a lot of people are going to be super hyped for this game. And they already are. You yeah. know, and, and I think that, you know, that could blind some people to what is actually happening in the game, unfortunately. You see that a lot. You know, and, and all the stuff we've got led up to this. I mean, everything's looks so cool, like in all of their trailers and all this other stuff. And, you know, but then you look at it and in reality, you know, this is completely different. You know, this is not what I was expecting at all. You know? Okay. So it, it, but, you know, like Dutch said, it, it, it's going to be part, partly community. I think if people support it, we'll see what happens, man. Yeah. I'm not holding my breath. You know, I've been anthemed before. So <laughs> I'm not going to do that again. Maybe you can use your uh, leftover anthem currency to buy this game. That's what I was hoping. I was hoping it would be just transfer over since it's basically the same thing. <laughs> you know, it's the same thing without the cool world and the cool flying. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but it's got cool powers. That's true. So, yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, Pompa Pompa nails it. It'll last until Halo Infinite comes out. <laughs> that's I don't about think right. It'll last that long. <laughs> that is. Pompa, thank you for the Subway sub. Appreciate it as always, brother. Um, and we're going to be talking about Halo Infinite here shortly, which I'm, you know, just pumped because we've got three big Halo fans here in Dan. So it should be a good conversation. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's move over to, uh, over to PlayStation and State of Play. Um, so uh, obviously we had the latest State of Play on Thursday, um, but there's also other PlayStation kind of announcements that happened this week, but we'll start with state of play. It's been a big week. I know you, Joe, you guys got a lot to talk about on your channel uh, with what happened this week, but so I'll just start, you know, I've got in the notes here, some specific games, release dates, all that stuff we can talk about, but let's just start with the, (laughs) and I'm glad I have you on Joe, because I need some positivity because I, I, I'm not very positive after this show, Uh, which is is rare for me because, you know, even Dan and I joke, um, I'm usually the one who's like, oh, come on. It was a good show. And and this time I'm just I'm feeling the come on. That was that was pretty Mm. poor. Um, Mm. But let's start. Let's start with overall impressions. So, Joe, I'll start with you. Kick us off with a with a good note. (laughs) So I knew exactly what I was walking into walking in on this thing. So. 
I got to give a shout out to the PlayStation marketing because they or PR because they said walking in. Okay, so you're going to get some unannounced games, but for the most part, it's going to be what you saw at the June event. Uh, so we're going to talk about some third party and we're going to focus on indies. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to get some third party stuff. I'm going to get some indie stuff. Awesome. And that's exactly what I got for the most part. I think there were some lulls for sure. Like I understand why crash is there. He doesn't need to be there. Uh, you know, uh, five nights at Freddy's, I guess is, is huge outside our circle. That's a big community. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. So I understand why that's there, but that was a lull for me. And I don't even care that Oddworld is free. I, I got some shit on my show because I'm like, how many times have we seen this game? We're finally getting a release date on it. Thank goodness, but it was a lull. So we have like three games that I was totally checked out of. That being said, though, overall, it was a good show. It was fine. It was decent. Anything that screams 7.5. That's what I kind of felt like here. Um, you know, I, I don't think it was terrible. I don't think it was, uh, you know, I don't think it was amazing either. But there is the, the thing that I see a lot of people go and, oh, it, was a, it wasn't a great show. I think the only good game that we, or games that we saw was like Sifu and, 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 and uh, what was it? What's the other one? Um, Kina and, you know, like uh a death loop and i'm like well okay if you got two or three games and it wasn't a bad show if you're into like those those three 30 minutes that's a success pr guy did his job <laughs> so for me like i walked in going okay i'm gonna buy sifu i'm gonna buy kina i'm gonna buy returnal and now after seeing death loop definitely gonna buy death loop so I, I got four games out of there i know i'm definitely going to be picking up on day yeah. one when they come out and um and also Solar Ash looks fantastic, so five. So, like, I walked out going, okay, it, it, there was no bombs, but, you know, I, I feel like the only thing they should have said was we're going to talk mainly about third-party indies. Don't expect Ratchet, Horizon, or God of War. They will be at a later date. That'll They'll be at their own state of place. And I think if that expectation, that, that line in the sand was there, I think a lot of people would have felt a little better about what they were getting into because it wasn't like Nintendo who literally said, and we have a Nintendo direct goodbye. <laughs> right. Like they, they said what they, they needed to say, but I think they needed to say a little bit more uh, so that you actually knew what you were getting because a lot of people were like, okay, so we're going to get bloodborne too. We're going to get well, God war here. Exactly. Well, dude, I think I, I think the disappointment's on you on that one because like, who's who's saying any of that? Like, they, I feel like they set expectations really well, and as a person that doesn't usually give a crap about indie games, it's just started to. There's a lot of indies that I really, really uh, got interested in, especially Sifu, because that's literally great. the elevator pitch is literally, hey, Daredevil hallway scene, that's the game, and I'm like. I love, I love the art style too. Looks yeah, it looks very cool. Yeah, so for me, I like I I didn't understand the adverse like oh this is awful reaction to it, you know. <laughs> so so let me pose this thing because I agree with you. Like Returnal, I'm all in. I love House Mark. Yeah, game's gonna be awesome. Uh, Death Loop, I'm an arcane nut. Day one. Yeah, there. Oddworld, I, man. Oh, I know. Uh, uh, Kina looks beautiful. I'm there. Yep. Um, Oddworld, I actually love. I'm an old oh, Oddworld okay. fan, and uh, when they said it's PS Plus, I'm like, hey, even better. Um, so all of those things on day one, 
and love. My only challenge to that is all of those things we've seen multiple times already. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it's like I didn't need to see any more from that stuff that I've seen multiple shows already. Um, I know they're coming. Release dates are good. Don't get me wrong. We yeah. know Keen is coming August 24th. Um, yeah. But we already knew Deathloop. You know, it's good to know Oddworld now is April 6th for PS Plus sub. So it launches April 6th, but you also get it free if you're PS Plus. Yeah. So, um, and Returnal, we already knew that. Is that as well, Oddworld, or is that next-gen only? I think it is cross-gen. Yeah. I'm pretty I, sure it is. I'm, I think the PS5 version is the PlayStation Plus game of April. But, like, but like what you said there, though, uh, like, just to combat you a little bit here, is, like, yeah. for all those things, they need to put it out because they got those marketing agreements. Like, Kina, you need to show again because that it, you do have an important release date. Like, that's going to be a tentpole title, though time-exclusive, for PlayStation this year. So you got to, you know, you got to, you know, grease the palms. Uh, Did you already know that was a well. – I didn't know that was a timed-exclusive. Did you already know that? Yeah, that was yeah. A lot of people didn't. I because I got this big brain of mine. I I knew when they announced it. <laughs> you say um, I have a small brain? Is that where we're going with this? I'm just saying I got big hands, <laughs> big brain, big ideas. <laughs> so yeah, like I I, under, I understand where like a lot of people are like, dude, we've seen this before. I I I get that critique. I, I yeah, I understand that one. Yeah, that that was my biggest thing, and of course. You know, the big end cap was Final Fantasy VII Remake getting the uh, Integrate, is it? Um, yeah. Update, uh, PS5 update, and then getting <laughs> the Yuffie <laughs> the uh, kind of add-on, um, which is, if I'm right, that, that add-on is exclusive to PS5. Is that right? I think so. Okay. Yeah, Okay. I'm not, I'm, that, that's where my big brain loses it. Cause like, I was watching that trailer and Kyle and I in the beginning were mocking it because the way they were selling the upgrade was like lighting, <laughs> fog. Yeah, it was very <laughs> odd. Performance mode. And, yeah. and it never shows well online like that. You'll see it. It didn't say much else. It was just graphics. Yeah, graphics. Yeah, graphics. Brian Altano <laughs> was like, graphics are coming to PlayStation 5. <laughs> Whoa. And then when, I, when the Yuffie reveal, because I'm not a Final Fantasy dork, I like good games. So uh, when I played 7, I was like, this is decent. Everyone's attractive. I get it. Um, and then when I saw the Yuffie reveal, Kyle was freaking out. And it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, you're excited. They're excited. <laughs> yeah, like but I'm excited for what's people going on. Love that game. Yeah. Um, but that being the end cap for me because I don't didn't do anything for me. So yeah, that yeah. maybe soured me a little bit. But um, so, Dutch, what what did you think, man? Did you get the? I know we we filmed right after the show ended. Did you get to yeah. watch it and catch up on it? And what are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, I watched it. Um, of course, I've still stuck with the PlayStation Four Pro, which is plugged in here, the custom one. Um, but it's like I'm buzzing for Keener, so Keener, and, and even seeing Keener at forty dollars was a was a bonus for me. That is good too. Yes, I forgot. I didn't. I, I wasn't expecting it to be not that seventy dollar mark. So as soon as I seen it for forty, I was like, oh, brilliant! Right, I can yeah. get that, and it's PS4, PS5 in one batch, so I can buy it. And when I get the PlayStation Five, when it's eventually in stock, then I can upgrade straight away to that. So that's yeah. awesome. Um, Returnal. Is okay, but I wouldn't buy that full price. I'd wait for a sale on that one. Just okay. my opinion, but nothing else really mm-hmm. stood out for me. Like okay. even seafood. Like, <laughs> uh, not really. It, again, it reminds me a lot of a, of a Absolver to a point, especially in its uh, in its graphics. Same devs, yeah, same yeah. dev, yeah. yeah, same dev. So it it looked pretty much identical, and I liked Absolver, and that was cool. But 
it's not like a, it's not jumping out. Like I something I will. If I play a lot of games, so I will probably eventually play that some point down the line. But it's not something okay. I'm gonna buy day one. And when I watch these shows, I always look for standout games that I want to purchase, like either day one or very close to its release. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily look at right. Okay, I want every game that's gonna be shown. <laughs> so yeah, that's um, not the case. I'm gonna have something for everybody. The, yeah. the show was pretty average, and I wasn't expecting much for the first one of the year either. Um, I know with everything that's going on, I was not expecting, like a lot of people were, to see anything on God of War, because that, again, we only had just the intro. Yeah, they've shown a logo. Last time. That was <laughs> yeah. it. I was like, that game's not this year at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not this year. And then the, note, then the mentioned as well that Horizon was kind of a little bit later on in the year, and I don't expect that. I said... And this is on on my podcast the other day as well as I said, Horizon. I'm expecting to release potentially the same time as Halo Infinite to have as a a kind of a, a combat of release. Yeah, they need a big release when Halo releases because if they haven't got anything for the holiday period. That's I'm gonna tell you why they don't need to do that. Year. I'm gonna tell you why. Go on. All they need to do is just pump money in that call of duty <laughs> that's their thing every like i i don't think they need to like yes, answer yes Xbox no, of course we know what playstation's tactics are when it comes to advertisements exactly. especially and so when, i think it, just like, like only on playstation get this skin <laughs> yeah, exactly for a limited time yeah like yep. i i think horizon's actually probably september october i don't know when Halo's dropping, but I'm assuming November-ish. Yeah. November 15th is the no, rumor, is right? The rumor? That's the 20-year anniversary. Yeah, and I could just see the the way that PlayStation un, you know, off, like, uh, not non-direct uh, competing with Halo would be, let's just pour some more advertising into the biggest Call of Duty this year, and this one's with Jack Bauer, you know? <laughs> By the way, you're getting... You're I think food. it's going to be in. How much, how much is Luke paying for these for these loser replies? Because <laughs> <laughs> you, Final Bizzle in the oh, house. Okay. Bizzle, Final Fantasy VII favorite game of all time, which it is for many people. I know it isn't yeah. everyone's cup of tea, but overrated. And then you got Z Black coming in here saying Final Fantasy is the most overrated game ever. You've started a debate here <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> look at that, look at <laughs> Sorry, Dutch. Go ahead. Continue. No, no. I was just saying. I think personally. I think if. Horizon comes out this year because there's still a possibility that it could get pushed to next. I think it really depends on Which how is they're doing in development. It's one of the rumors we're starting to hear is that it's, it's yeah. probably not coming this year. But I think if it does, they could try and push it for that holiday release, like I say, or just yes. before that holiday release to try and have something at the same time period as Halo. Because yeah. if Halo Infinite is essentially the biggest thing that Microsoft got on this year by a long shot. Yeah. And they have got something lined up for the holiday. So if they do, PlayStation will need that something again, like Joe said, they could go down the advertisement route of just pumping out kind of exclusivity for a certain map on Call of Duty for over the festive period and just go full tilt on that. And yeah. again, your casuals will pick that up, no problem. Yeah. But as a, a first party release, um, that's what I expect. But overall in the show, again, Keena's the, the biggest one out of me because I love the look of that game. Yeah, that it's game gorgeous. Is amazing. It um, is. Deathloop, uh, again, it's one of them I'll possibly pick up on sale, but again, that's a timed exclusive. Like when I look at PlayStation games per se, 
specifically PlayStation platform. I just want exclusives, like something that is just only going to be there. Now, I know Kina, I don't know the exclusivity agreement on that one, yeah. but I know it's, it is at least for a while, PS4, PS5. Yeah, we can assume a year. Yeah, it's Maybe one yeah. year for Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo, so you can yeah. assume that Deathloop will be in Game Pass May of next year. Yeah. yeah. And again, like I say, Returnal, um, the, the, literally the only PlayStation exclusive that I haven't got, and I refuse to pay nearly $60 for, as it stands right now, is Death, Death, the Death Stranding. Like, I will not pay full price for that game. Okay. <laughs> it's gotcha. not like my biggest cup of tea anyway. I do want to try it out, but I'm not going to try it at that price. Mm. So I'm okay. still, what would, what would be reason, that price for you? For some reason... Death Stranding? I don't only, know. It's it's the only game that's still left in PlayStation Store, and anywhere I can see that is still that price <laughs> of really? the exclusives. Death Stranding like, is over there? Last of Us, yeah, I managed to put, pick up Last of Us 2 the other day for £15. Pounds. Wow. Mm. Yeah, Death Stranding's gone down all the way to like for... 20 bucks here. Yeah, there's a sale still over here too for, much for it, but I mean, you know. Yeah, it's still it's still sixty dollars. <laughs> well, what is classed as sixty dollars over here for Death Stranding, and that yeah. I will not pay for that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, I literally only have PlayStation. Like, it's not my primary console, so I only have it for exclusives. Yeah, okay. So unless there's an exclusive that really jumps out, then the rest of it matters not to me. <laughs> like, okay. I can wait for these timed ones, like Deathloop, etc. I can wait for them to come. To other okay. platforms in the future at a cheaper price. So, yeah. okay, I was to me it was it was slightly slightly above average only because of the what they did show was good for what they had coming up, and at least they've got yeah. something that they've shown that's coming up. Yeah, like Xbox haven't done anything yet. That's true. They haven't done do anything. That, so, yeah. yeah, and and what as I was writing this up, the one nice thing PlayStation has right now too is they've kind of got titles scattered through the next few months. <laughs> Right, yeah. you've got you've got Odd World. Well, you've got Final Fantasy VII Remake for free next month on yep. PS Plus. Then you've got Odd World for free PS Plus in April, and then in May you've got Death Loop. Uh, in June you get the Final Fantasy Remake expansion and upgrade. I and think then that's August. a funny one, not the Final Fantasy thing, mind, because it's it's we'll give everybody it for if who hasn't already had it, we'll give everyone it free, but you only get the upgrade <laughs> if you buy it. It's such a weird thing. So weird. So yeah, weird. very weird. It's like it's so free weird. for PS4 owners, unless you get it for free from your subscription. Then you got to pay for it. It's like, what? Really? Is that worth it? Yeah. That was stupid. Yeah, I will say this about Horizon. I, I, I am very certain it's coming out this year. You could timestamp this, so when I'm wrong, I will. Don't worry. But um, yeah, they've been working on this game since since the original. Yeah. Um. And when Jim Ryan talked about Horizon in the same breath, talked about Gran Turismo being delayed. So I feel yeah. like if if Horizon was on a worrying track, they would have they would have right there said, "Yeah, Gran Turismo and Horizon. Don't expect that. We're working right now to get Ratchet and you know Returnal up up and up and whatever." <laughs> you know. So I am surprised I, we I didn't get a release date for Ratchet. Well, re- release date is uh, June 11th. For oh, that's year. right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I lost my mind for yeah, a second. That's, that's, that's fan, that's fan, the fake fan of Luke is bleeding in. Year for PlayStation. Yeah. 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 So that yeah. that goes back to what I was saying about the kind of uh, content already scattered through the next few months, which is really good. Yeah. Um, he said PlayStation S Destruction All-Stars, a clearly $70 game for free. Mike drop. I think that's, that's, um, that's thankfully, 
that's being reduced. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like was that the not, wasn't that the most bizarre kind of series of events ever for a game? It was like we've got this game coming out at launch. It's going to be seventy bucks. Then it was like game's been delayed. Then it was like, well, it's not worth seventy bucks. We'll give it give it to you for PS Plus for a limited time. And then it was like after that though, you have to buy it. And then now it's like, well, after that you can buy it, but it's just going to be twenty bucks now. It's like, what the hell are you guys doing? They had no idea how. <laughs> they had no idea what they were doing with that game. <laughs> man, I'd be kind of mad actually if I was a developer. Like, come on, like whoever's yeah. producing that, you know, like man. Uh, I think see, I think they were looking behind the scenes, like like the the roof was kind of on fire type of moment for that. Yeah, yeah. Z Black says, "Who's you yeah, and are their picks?" There are, but those are uh, on my OnlyFans. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be my my twitter you know prime or whatever the fuck they call it now yeah twitter on there pro i don't know what I, i'm like who's paying for twitter content like what is happening i swear to christ if, if fucking like ign and 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 all those news sites start putting stuff up that you know you have to pay for the content they can go suck it like in a second because you know where i can get my information seasongaming.com that's right that's oh, right shit. you subscribe to our twitter prime and we're gonna have you covered yeah. <laughs> now we're talking. Thank you, Z Black Man. Appreciate it. Good to see you. Um, so Dan, we've we've chatted for a while on this. Where are you on uh on state of play? I thought it was average. Okay. And you know, I mean it was not the best gaming, you know, thing I've seen. I mean, it was better than Nintendo's direct. We're but, not gonna you rehash know, that debacle. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, I, I was hoping for some other stuff. I was hoping, you know, I mean, you don't come out and announce God of War is coming next year, and you don't come out and announce Horizon Zero Dawn is coming next year, and you're, you know, a quarter of the way through the year. We haven't seen anything else from it. Corey Barlog comes on and says, when it's done, shut up. Of course, when it's done. I understand that, you twat. Here's the thing, though. Don't tell us it's coming out here, and then don't give us, and give us zero information, anything. Like just give us something. Like it, yeah, it is weird to have a, a a logo with a date and then months later say when it's done. That doesn't yeah. really make sense. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing that it's not even close to done. And my original prediction of it coming out this year is in the shitter. So I'm just gonna let you have that one because I think we predicted that uh, a while ago, and yes. there's zero chance of that happening now. I think um, maybe Horizon. I don't know. I hope Horizon. I mean, obviously, I want the best game. So if they have to delay it, delay it. But yeah, I mean, I'm, fine. you know, Horizon, you I do? love. I love I mean, Horizon. All so. of these things that are that we, they've shown, you know, I'm in for the Returnal. I'm going to play that. Yeah. Sifu, I had to go back and watch it because I, I didn't catch the beginning of the show. And I think I, I saw it, started watching it right after that. That game looks kind of cool, you know, yeah. for like a little kung fu. It does. Yeah. You know what? I'll probably buy that one too. Kina, I've been hot on forever. Um, yep. It's it's it looks awesome. I love that art style. Uh, Deathloop, of course. I'm not waiting a year, you know. No, me neither. Get on Game Pass. There, I know it'll come to Game Pass because you know it's a Bethesda game, or you know it's in that. Fine. Yeah. You know, I'm not waiting a year. No chance. Oddworld, don't care. Hey. Um, <laughs> and Final Fantasy VII. That was like the weird one for me. You know, I mean, we 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 got. Like I'm excited because I'll go back and play it again um, with the upgraded version, and I still have to pay for my Yuffie. So I don't, I'm not sure why I should have to pay for that. Um, I'm not sure how much it's going to cost. You know, hopefully it's like ten bucks because <clears throat> you know 
it, it didn't look like I, like I'm not a humongous fan of those kind of DLCs, you know, where it's like we're just going to take you completely out of the regular, you know, gameplay uh, storyline. And then you've got this other thing that's, you know, as eventually will kind of come together. But for right now, it's just here you go. We just wanted to make a little extra money. And, you know, so we're going to do this. But I mean, Oddworld, you know, I don't hate it, but it, it was an average show. I like okay. I said, I'd like to see better, you know, more end it with something bigger. Now, Final Fantasy is humongous. So I'm not going to take away anything from that. I mean, it's just it's a gigantic game. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's, it's if you don't like that that game or that style of game, you're you're you know. It's not the best way to end it. I like that game, and I didn't think it was the best way to end it. So, you know, I, I wish they would have had a little bit of something, even a little bit more, you know, footage from Horizon. That you know, that even if it was like cinematic stuff, you know, that's yeah. fine. I would have liked to have seen some more of that. Yeah, so. yeah, just something. I, yeah. I think I think end capping with a, like I said before, an enhancement to a remake is a weird thing to do. But to yeah. your point, Final Fantasy VII remake is a, a massive game especially globally right so yep. yeah you can't really you can't really blame them um so anyway if you didn't catch those dates uh so kina's august 24th death loop is may 21st Oddworld is april 6th so Oddworld is actually just five weeks away um which is cool uh and like we said free for ps plus on at least ps5 and then the uh the addition and the upgrade for final fantasy 7 remake is june 21st and as you just reminded me joe uh, Ratchet and Clank, June 11th. So a lot of content coming on the PlayStation side over the next few months, which is awesome. Ratchet and Clank, man, I can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> Love those games. All right. Uh, a couple other things PlayStation I want to talk about. So real quick sidebar on the quality of PlayStation Plus um, and, and uh, the obvious direction that PlayStation is moving Um to kind of increase the, uh, you know, get more subscribers on PS Plus and increase the the draw of being subscribed to that service. And I think, uh, you know, we've already seen now a couple good months in a row, really good months in a row. We've got Final Fantasy VII Remake next month in March. Then we've now announced Oddworld for free launch game in April. So um, obviously it's not a one-to-one with Game Pass and there's, you know, I'm not here to debate the, the merits of either, but what I do like to see is uh, PlayStation making that a more valuable service. Um, because for someone like me, I'm never going to buy Final Fantasy VII Remake. I would have never bought it. Um, but now I will install it. And hell, I may even try it, right? Um, Oddworld is a huge bonus for me. I was going to buy that game. So to get it for free at launch is fantastic. Um, yeah. So what do you guys think, man? I mean, is is this their long-term strategy? Not, not go down a, a Game Pass competition route, but to kind of reinvest in the service and the subscription they already have and kind of make it more valuable to their player base. Yeah, I think, I think PS Plus they could do that. I think PS Plus as a whole needs some refinement anyway. The quality of their PlayStation Plus games every month is obviously way out well outweighs gold. Yeah, we're not gonna talk game. about the joke that Xbox Live Gold has become. Yeah. Yeah. So but if you're talking on on combatant game pass instead of saying right we're going to do a the streaming service like Game Pass is, where it's Game Pass and Cloud and etc. Yeah. They could very much turn Plus into, right, okay, you might not necessarily get these games day one, but you're going to definitely get them at some point down the line. Uh, because I don't think PlayStation wanted to detract from 
from specifically taking away the earnings of big AAA titles on day one. I don't think they'll ever do that. Um, mm. PlayStation don't have the expendable money like Microsoft to do as a whole. Of course, Xbox now being a division is entirely different to what it used to be. Um, I think, but again, I've had some awesome games on PS Plus over the time, and I think having Final Fantasy VII for those who haven't purchased it is going to be massive. Yeah. Um, but even games like Concrete Genie, which was a good a good get this month, yeah. Um, among many others over the year, over the months, I think I've had Bloodborne and things like that. So that's don't get Dan, awesome. right, don't think, get Joe started on Bloodborne. I think they could possibly because if you have a look at it, they've got PS Now, which was which is good, but it's just mainly a back catalogue of all the games and streaming. Of course, now they've got some downloadable, but yeah, a, a lot of it's still subpar quality compared to what it is if you've got the disc version or a standard version installed. Compared to renting that off PS Now, etc. Yeah. Um, I think they could potentially look at increasing the cost of PS Plus and, and then increasing the content that they're putting on PS Plus every month. So even if they just put it up by $5, they could in, probably include some of those games that are six months old into the PS Plus subscription service and say, right, okay, this month they're going to get Death Stranding, which has mm. been out half a year now. And it's done its kind of big initial kind of buying period where people get the game or don't get the game six months yep. down the line. If they're on PS Plus, okay, you've invested six months worth of PS Plus anyway, so he has a big game. I think they could probably do that. They could probably get away with that and combat that in, in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like what that's what they're moving towards as it is, right? So, yeah. yeah. Joe, I know you've got some thoughts on this piece. I think it's going to eventually come down the line where we're just going to see Game Pass is going to be the Netflix whatever PlayStation makes is going to be the Hulu. I think when we've taken a look at Stadia's misstep, which is a brilliant article on Wired about why uh, Stadia and Amazon have failed so hard at the streaming service game. Um, When you take a look at, I think PlayStation is probably in the best position to challenge uh, uh, a, a game pass just on the sheer fact that they have a catalog, they have a service. Now they just got to make that catalog worth a damn by, or or incentivizing it by bringing in their first party. Now that said, I don't think PlayStation now will ever be as great as, as game pass, but they really do have to push this service to be something more capable because it is a it is a decent service a lot of games that are on game pass are also on playstation now with a lot of games that leave game pass go to ps now ps now back to game pass um they just need they need that incentive of like why do i need playstation now rather than yeah it's there it exists so for me um they i think playstation has proved that they can be really good at this at at service games like or, or at the service game like i'm going to say it and i know it's not the most popular opinion <laughs> but like playstation plus is just hands down better than gold in almost every way i i not popular i would say that's almost <laughs> yeah, universal that's, well <laughs> and here's where i get almost uh, the the, impo- the unpopular thing even when it yeah. comes to like internet connectivity like 
they're both the same at this point. There was a long period where like PlayStation Plus, you know, or, or PlayStation's online ecosystem was awful. It was atrocious. Now I feel like they are at the level of Xbox Live where like, yeah, they're both services. Like you could connect millions of people onto Fortnite and nobody's going to be disconnecting. You know what I mean? Uh, they both have outages at the same exact time. So like in the getting people online portion, I feel like they are now at, at the same level, but as a service, yeah, I feel like, you know, shit, paying 50, 60 bucks a, a year for this thing, I'm getting a lot of games that I'm downloading more games than I ever would have as well. Every month I'm downloading a game or two from that service. So like they've proven they can do it through PlayStation uh, plus that they can make a service that people want. They just need to curate. Ooh, is that my mic? Something happened. Maybe I sound like a robot for a second. Nonetheless, um, <laughs> I feel like with PlayStation, uh, now they just need to curate it in a way that is a lot more enticing. And the one thing that I kind of don't want them to do is putting their games day and day on that service, because at that point I'm in this is just as a consumer, I'm concerned that PlayStation's portfolio then has to change as well. So for me, there's a reason why I'm a PlayStation gamer. Those are the games I want to play. There's a reason why I'm not gaming on my Xbox as much. Their first party generally don't speak to me because, you know, some of them are that games as service. We come out, the game isn't as polished as it should be at launch, but in a year or two, it fills up and then it's worth a damn looking at UC of Thieves. So <laughs> for me, that's why I'm on PlayStation. And my fear is like, okay, so now that we have to go through this games as service route, um, you know, we're not going to get the the Uncharted, God of Wars, the Spider Man that that we that we get on on PlayStation. I don't want PlayStation now to just be or PlayStation just to be Xbox, and I don't want Xbox just to do what PlayStation does. You know, Fair but enough. they have to they have to compete in a in a similar way. That's why I'm I'm saying Hulu in the terms of like Hulu's not better than Netflix. <laughs> it's got Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> I'm here for it, you know? Yeah. Similar like with Disney Plus. Look, not as much content, but the content that's there is going to draw people, you know? That's What's going to happen in, in WandaVision? I have no idea. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think uh, when you're talking the service game and, you know, the capabilities there and, and what's already been built, you know, Xbox is just, they're, they're well ahead. Um, so you're right. I, I think your analogy there of uh, Netflix to Hulu is, is probably a, a pretty pertinent one. So, yeah. Dan, any uh, any thoughts on PS Plus? Yeah, I mean it's awesome. I mean it's been. <laughs> I mean for me, here's the thing: I, I buy all these games when they come out. So, you know, like Control, and I mean, I got you know the Ultimate Edition. No, we're awesome. not. We're not going to talk about the nine copies of Control. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, I bought Concrete Genie. I bought yeah. So did I. Yeah, you know, and 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 that's great. But a lot of people haven't, you know, and. I think what I'm seeing now is like Sony trying to become Nintendo like almost Whoa. where, where they can just do whatever the hell they want and they, they they're getting a little penisy, right? <laughs> so they're, they're, you have to, you have to keep, you know, keep it real here. Sony. Now what they're doing with this stuff with their PlayStation plus games is fantastic. I yeah. mean, we've seen some humongous games over the last year or so, They'll come out and and a lot of their exclusive Detroit and uh, and not and a lot of big third party games, you know. So I mean, it's 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 
I, I love that. You know, I'm not even going to compare it with games with gold. Cause I, I pretend like it doesn't exist, <laughs> you know, cause it's, it's hot garbage. Um, except for what well, we had gears of war a month ago, last month, whatever it was, that was great, you know, <laughs> but at the same time, most people, you know, that are arguing over this stuff have a game pass subscription or, you know, have bought gears of war already, you know, so it, it, it's, it's, Keep doing what you're doing, PlayStation. Keep you know releasing some of these big games. You know, I was always a proponent of them changing PlayStation Now into a Game Pass-like subscription, but you know, I don't think they have to. You know, seeing what they're doing, um, they've got. You know, this is where Game Pass needs to be. I think you know down the road is where they need to be. You know, you need to get those games every three months. You get a big AAA game, and this is what Microsoft is gearing up for. You know, this is. They got all these studios now, so you you can release one game, you know, on Game Pass, but that's not going to bring in the masses. It needs to be a library, you know. It needs to be like Netflix when they first started out. You know, they had a couple of original series, you know, and then they kept adding more and more and more and more. Now it's a insane value, right? I think, and and, and yeah, it's it's great for all these indie games and stuff. I mean, I, the the PlayStation Plus stuff just seems like they're bigger hitters, you know, so far that will change. I think later on down the road, but you know, for Xbox, once those studios start producing those big games, you know, but I'm also tired of saying that, you mm-hmm. know, I've been saying it for like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Halo, Halo Infinite will be the big, that'll be the one, course. right. That's going to be the one that's, I think that is what like game pass is built for, for me, you know, because I am not even going to touch the multiplayer, but I'm super pumped for the campaign. You know, because I, I, you know, after we saw the screenshots, which we'll talk about in a bit, we yeah. saw all that stuff. I'm super excited for it. I'm really wanting to play it. Uh, however, you know, the open world-ish kind of thing that they're doing, it sounds super cool. Yeah. So I'm in for that. Also, don't have to pay for it. So, boom. Yep. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's going to be like that first big game for me for Game Pass, really, since Gears 5. Thieves, maybe Gears 5 was, that's, that's another one where it's just like, yeah, I played it. I'm not a huge Gears guy, but it was a good game. That's your problem. Yeah. Well, I, I, those <laughs> games are all geared towards, no pun intended, you know, the multiplayer aspect of it. You know, But with Gears 5, I think it was one of the best campaigns since 2, really, you know, um, as far as that series goes. Yeah. And that's, you know, we always say it's Gears and Horizon or Forza Horizon or Forza Motorsports or Halo. Yeah. It's hey. Because those games are good. They're really, really good. Yeah, they're yeah. 10 pole titles. Yeah, that's what you want, man. And now you're going to get, you got all these studios. As long as they're not releasing these little AAA dinkers, you know, I, I don't want to see that garbage. Give me some stuff. Give me some meat. Yeah, I'm, I'm really sandwich. looking forward to Avowed. I think Avowed's going to be yes. massive. It looks yeah. amazing. The new Fable looks amazing. You know, so I mean, it, it, and if those those start coming, you know, it's going to be odd to see where they go. Like, I agree. Those logos looked really good. Like, like what, (laughs) where, where are they going to go with, uh, with games of gold? Will they just eventually get rid of it? Well, you know, I think they will. I think now it's just kind of like, like, like they take a dartboard like every month and just go and like throw it at this board, all the games on it. And like, whatever it lands, that's what you get. I don't even, I, I think I've heard of metal slug and that's it. For this month. I think the problem I think the problem that they've got is that like everything that 
could go in games with gold is already in Game Pass. Yeah. But like, well, what can we like? Unlike PlayStation, where it's like unless you're paying for PS now or have bought the game already, they've got an abundance of first-party stuff they could put on PS Plus. Mm-hmm. Xbox mm-hmm. don't. They're like, well, no, you would just just get Game Pass. Just yeah. Yeah, it's it's a competing <laughs> service almost yeah. in that regard. And yeah. I think that's yeah. the reason why they tried to the, to double Xbox Live was like they really want to decentivize Xbox Gold uh, Live Gold, and they really want to incentivize the value of Game Pass, and that's why you see them or saw them try to increase that price. And you know that is you know when I take a look at PlayStation, they they're kind of doing the opposite, where it's just like. All right, the games in PlayStation now are fine, but man, PlayStation Plus this month. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it's it's gonna be interesting to see how PlayStation pivots and when Xbox hits that 30 million concurrent gold members. Cause I think the Game next pass? move uh, sorry, yeah, Game yeah, Pass. Because yeah. I feel like the next move for them, you know, is to PC. They got to make a move to incentivize PC players to really go get uh, Game Pass because honestly, I, I know the, the rates are a little bit differently for or different for PC, but that's really their biggest, I think, hurdle. They they definitely are going to need a big base of folks if they're going to keep buying all these big studios. So, how are they going to incentivize PC players? to make the switch to Game Pass because PC players generally don't trust outside forces, don't like Microsoft as much as like their store and their ecosystem they're not a fan of. So like, how do you bring those people in to Game Pass? I think that's the next one because there's going to be a a, a limit to to consoles, right? There's going to be a limit that that they're going to reach and go, okay, so we, we hit the ceiling on console now, where do we now? How do we incentivize the mobile market and PC to to come along with us? You know? Yeah, that's the thing. Eventually, right? Is Game Pass will just be your connection into the ecosystem, no matter what device you're on. I mean, that's the long term yeah. goal. You don't need mm-hmm. a console or a PC. Um, eventually, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and we've talked about that for a while, but I think um, you know that that's kind of a good segue to the other PlayStation piece here. Um, is that you know uh, interview with Jim Ryan? from GQ of all places. Um, Weird. (laughs) Hey, suave. Suave. Um, (laughs) That's what I think when I see Jim Ryan. Like he's doing stuff, like he's super smooth, but he's also kind of a dick, you know, and and is doing stuff behind the scenes, like, you know, grabbing people's asses and shit like that. I I really think that he's like, yeah, I mean, he just gives off that vibe. You know, he doesn't give off a weird vibe. I really miss Sean Layton. That's yeah, all Sean, well, I think everyone misses Sean Layton, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah okay. Jim Ryan is a he's he's corporate. He's very corporate. Yes. Um, but anyway, the the interview they touched on a lot of things, so we'll, we'll kind of cover all these pieces at once. But uh, Gran Turismo Seven um, is delayed to 2022, so that's a pretty big delay. I mean, should if you follow Gran Turismo for the last 25 years, it shouldn't be surprising, even a little bit, um, because that's what Gran Turismo does. But um, it is kind of a big delay because that was to come um, at some point, I think earlier this year. And now that's a, that's, that's a long time, right? That's not like a few months. Um, 
And that, you know, you may not still realize that Gran Turismo has a massive community worldwide. Yeah. I mean, it's a massive IP. So that's a big one. Um, he talked about, um, you know, uh, PS Plus, and he talked about uh, the big thing was moving more games to PlayStation or to PC, excuse me, which has been a, uh, a conversation point for a while. And, and I really did kind of find it funny because there's been this conversation around PlayStation for uh, a while now um, that originated with Xbox, right? They're putting all their games on PC. When's PlayStation going to do that? And the conversation, of course, was always, well, they're not going to do that. Um, and so it was funny to see Jim Ryan, I forget the actual quote and I don't have it in front of me, but essentially say, well, you know, it's more profitable for us. We don't lose any sales on the console side. And, you know, he basically said it was a no brainer decision. And it's like, well, it's, it's been a no brainer decision that didn't change this month. It's been that way. Um, so it's, it is funny to see, uh, that, that PlayStation finally kind of making that turn. Now, of course, uh, they're starting with Days Gone. Obviously, we've seen Death Stranding and Horizon and some other games go to PC. Days Gone is next. What he didn't detail, of course, is what that long-term strategy is in terms of uh, release dates. You know, there's still the the belief that PlayStation will never go day and date to P- to PlayStation with PC. Um, I don't. I would never say never, um, but at least in the short term, it doesn't look like they're going to do that. But you know, thoughts on. Thoughts on PlayStation kind of embracing between increasing their service value, moving more games to PC, which he said a slate of PlayStation uh, games are going to PC after Days Gone. So obviously this is not a one-off thing. Um, You know, thoughts on that. I I obviously believe that's the way they should have been going to begin with. I mean, Game Pass and Xbox have already shown the statistics are there. The, The revenue's up, sales are up. It's not negatively impacting Xbox. Um, it just makes sense. And PlayStation, to your point, Joe, earlier, their IP value is very strong. I mean, they have strong IPs. So it only yeah. makes sense to capitalize further because all that allows you to do, right, is reinvest in content. Yeah. So. I, this, was, this was a long time coming. Yeah. This was something that I think was a bit of a risk if you're PlayStation. Are you going to alienate your audience or not? I think this is like a conversation that has been happening for a while now that's why you saw them um kind of sell off their their um their computer division uh their uh computer entertainment division a while back was they're you know focusing on sie being this all-encompassing um kind of you know gaming brand for them where yeah we're going to see more playstation games head to pc and i think they very much monitored what xbox did with how they did it um and kind of taking baby steps to do that because it is it is a bit of a risk to tell your audience hey your your money isn't enough to support these games we need to branch out with these titles um it just kind of goes along with you know the running the running the running point that games are too expensive to make now. Yeah, especially those big budget AAA releases. I mean, exactly. Yeah. They don't put they don't put the money in that, or, or they don't. They're giant <laughs> risk to take to pour a whole lot of money into one project and it not panning out. That's something that I think PlayStation has looked at and really thought, or or, or is thinking that play, PC is the next uh, piece in the puzzle. 
So for me, this is definitely like, I'm not worried. I don't care if they ever go day and date. This is something that, yeah, it was a long time coming. Now give me Bloodborne at 60 FPS for the love of God. <laughs> what the hell are we talking about here? I mean, you I, have the money. Come on. Yeah, yeah. So no, to me, this isn't, this isn't a huge deal. I think they, they, they saw, they see the writing is on the, in, on the wall. And I think that's why you've been seeing them making these, these moves as late. So yeah. you know, days gone, I hear has gotten a lot better because it was a hard seven when I first played it. Yeah, but I didn't, here, I wasn't a huge fan. But yeah, I, I hear that it. it's it's with the patches. It's now legitimately a great game. So awesome! Go go for it. Put it on yeah. PC. I'm not I'm not the one like I I, I even said it, I think on the podcast. I'm like put them on Xbox. I don't care. Like I'm just here to talk <laughs> about games. I'm not here to you know um, to like totally cheerlead one side or the other. I think this is a smart move. I think Xbox is so smart to do it, and hopefully you know we get to see. PlayStation awaken to more ideas that are more, uh, you know, progressive in the gaming space. Yeah. You know? Agreed. Agreed. In fact, it was, uh, this was an MLB decision, of course, but I told people last week it was very strange starting MLB show uh, tech test on my Xbox and the first screen seeing Sony Interactive Entertainment yeah. presents. And I was like, I looked at my controller for a second because it threw me off. Um, cause yeah. that's the screen you see before every major PlayStation release. And I likewise, thinking. if you're a PlayStation fan, when you saw that icon on your PlayStation go Xbox, Xbox Series S and X <laughs> tech test, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very strange. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think, um, I, uh, to your point, long time coming, it only makes sense. Um, also, you know, can you guys hear me right now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I had to change cause someone decided they wanted to start vacuuming. <laughs> I like right next door. So yeah, and, and just you're good. Okay, good. And I think MLB the show is really the the first of many. Spider Man's coming next. It's 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 happening. You know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of nailed it. Uh, my opinion is, uh, they're all wanting. It's a business. You all want to increase revenue. They're going to do that in any way that doesn't uh, kind of permanently be a detriment. And these things aren't a permanent detriment. It's just more people getting to experience cool things. Um, so. Simple. Dutch, where you at on this, man? Exactly the same as Joe, to be honest. It was a business decision, and I think um, as much as you've got some of those kind of rabid fanboys on Twitter, etc., it's the logical thing to do. It is the most logical. Like It doesn't does not take away, because you have two separate types of gamers. You've got those ultra-hardcore PC gamers that have spent thousands and thousands of pounds on rigs and literally game all the time in front of these systems that they've specifically built to game and then you've got the rest of us who love consoles or love live room gaming and sit and just play on a, a nice easy to pick up that's me like it, so any playstation game that releases on pc it doesn't matter same with xbox i'm still going to play it on my series x or ps5 and the vast majority of of con of, of gamers or console gamers are going to be sitting there the casuals like this this little bubble we live in, in in Twitter where we're the kind of hardcore majority that talk about games all the time and play video games and and we have pretty much every system and sitting I mean we're the like I say we are the minority in the in the grand scheme of Vastly video so. gamers it's a casual market and those yep. casual markets not going to care whether or not it's it's on the PC and PlayStation it's like it's a business decision yep. as long as it's on PlayStation and not on Xbox that's <laughs> all that matters <laughs> like. If you yeah. still have exclusivity, because again, the vast majority of casual gamers don't have two, three thousand pound supercomputers that are going to play games like at highest resolution. Yeah. 
Very true. Very yeah. true. And uh, I Kong's, think Kong's what... getting in on the action, Joe. <laughs> yeah, well, this is what I think about Todd Howard. Boo, Todd Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Pog. I, I love Batman. Um, <laughs> I think there's, there's something uh, that Dutch said that, that kind of speaks volumes here. The casual market, as long as it's not, ex- you know, or as long as it remains exclusive to the PlayStation brand ecosystem, and it's okay if you want to grow your ecosystem to other places because the one thing that we always fail to kind of grasp is yes we are the minority in this already small space console market is not as big as it once was we do really take up i think it's like like 30 ish percent of the market you're you're looking at another couple million people that are in this other ecosystem called pc that don't care about you know that they care about customization of their of their of their games from software to hardware standpoint so like they're never a, a pc player very seldom is going to go out there buy a playstation for you know days gone or last of us whatever likewise when it comes to like you know anything on xbox they're not they're, they don't care because they want to make sure that they're able to a either mod or b make sure that they trick out their pc to put all the uh, you know, rbgs lights in there like that's what they're they're majoritively or majoritively i guess that's a word i'll make up um that's what they really care about right so you're not losing anybody if you are it's going to make up the dividends when you're selling i think in the first few weeks of it being on pc uh horizon zero dawn sold 700,000 units at a 50 dollar price point so like they saw like even if you're upset at this because you worship a piece of plastic i think and you're so mad you're gonna leave they just did the math and said that those people are so small they'll take the loss exactly that's what i meant by we've xbox has already crunched the numbers on this right they know what it is um the people that are not going to buy an xbox because they're solely going to buy on pc or they're going to leave the ecosystem entirely is so minor in the scope of things it's it's not even a conversation point for them well if you have a look it was the other day it was um i've forgotten who the lad is on twitter that does all of the kind of um, analytics and things. Um, you'll have, he's been on a few podcasts. Uh, Benji. Uh, yes. Yeah. Did you see his post about Steam's tops? Uh, what yeah. Was in the top and Microsoft six? had like six of them. Six games in the top ten on Steam <laughs> yeah. last year. Yep. Uh, people don't realize that Microsoft. Look at that. Yeah, Microsoft that Game goal. Studios was like the number two or number three publisher. Uh, Xbox Game Studios, excuse me, was number two or number three in the entire year in 2020. Yeah. People don't realize that. Yeah, and again, like, and so like it, it. Another great point. It's like if you're, if I'm Jim Ryan and I've just come out of my incubation pod because I need to feast again, right? <laughs> For a second, I'm gonna see those numbers, and I'm just gonna be like. <laughs> It makes sense. That's why you see Naughty Dog hiring, you know, for uh, people that are skilled at Nvidia. Like, you know, it's just it's yeah, it's business, y'all. Place that pie. At the end of the day, it's a business, and I think. Yeah. Again, some of these hardcore fans need to remember that sometimes. Like, well, that's the thing. a lot of them now. A lot of them just want attention and clout. That's yeah. that's the other thing as well. Yeah, that's very yeah, it's true. Just, it's, it is all about it's all about the money at the end of the day. And it what's I think what was where I've seen this quote elsewhere, but again, what is so bad about the fact that your company, who's porting to PC, is going to be making more money and therefore making more content because they have received more money to only then further improve the games that you like or make exactly. better. It's really so, simple. 
It's really simple. It's simple. It's only going to make your company better for it. Yeah. And the games that you love are going to get better because of it. It's true. It's just like it's really simple that pineapple is great on pizza. Everyone knows this. Fucking I mean, gross. yeah. I've never had that in my life, and I don't uh, plan to. Well, see, that's your problem. You know, you, you, you've closed your mind <laughs> off to great experiences. You shouldn't do that. This is the Jeez. problem. <laughs> So nasty. Dan, Dan, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Dan, you upgrading your PC to play PlayStation no. games and now selling your PS5, right? 100% zero. <laughs> so here is the thing. You know, I, I've said this before. You know, these guys know what they're doing. You know that, and that's yes. the biggest thing, right? You know, we can sit here and debate stuff all day and and give our opinions on stuff. You know, our our Bethesda game is going to be exclusive to Xbox and PC. You know, is PlayStation going to release games day and date on PC? You know, who the hell knows? They know because they've seen the numbers, right? You know, if 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 you release a game, say like God of War, on <coughs> you're not going to get people to go out and buy a PS5 for that if it's going to be on PC. And even then, like I said before, they don't care if you, you know, that, that costs them money really in the end. You know, if they're making any kind of profit off this hardware, you know, it, it's very, very minor. So it, it, that's not where they make their money. They make their money through the software. They make their money through their services. That's why we talked about those, it so much. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and Hashtag ecosystem. The ecosystem, right? Yeah, and, and and that's the thing. So you know, you see games like Sea of Thieves and Master Chief Collection and stuff. That stuff that's been selling really hey, high on, on on PC. You know, and, and and those those games are making money hand over fist, not because they're buying just the game though, but because they're buying all this other stuff. You know, then the game. right, and then you have to look at development costs. Are how much is it going to cost extra to develop a PC port? You know. Will it be worth it? How much do you think we you know? Are we going to sell? They figure all that stuff out, you know. I it was because they don't deal in speculation, they deal in right, facts, <laughs> right? They look at this stuff, you know. People are so dead set, like on this Bethesda thing. Like, I'm like, listen, guys, if they think that they're going to make more money throwing whatever it is, Starfield on PlayStation, you know, how many they, they know, like, how many if we make this exclusive to our platform and PC, you know. How many people do you think are going to come to the Xbox or go buy a PC? Is it going to be more than people that pay for that will be willing to pay for it on the PlayStation, you know, ecosystem? They know what the you know the difference is. You know, they've seen it before. Yeah. You know, so they they, they have, you know, they 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 figured all this stuff out. So they're going to do what's going to be best for them, what's going to make them more money. Period. Like you guys said, business decision. That's how it's going to be. PlayStation puts these games on PC. I don't give a shit because I'm going to be playing it on a PlayStation, sitting in my lazy boy on my big screen. That's it. You know, and and this is good for other people that get to play the games, you know, and if they want to do it like they're doing now, or they release a little bit later down the road, six months later, you know, do that too. I don't care. You know, how many people that are playing on PC right now, like Horizon Zero Dawn that never actually experienced it, you know, maybe they do go out and go, hey, if they're going to release, you know, uh, whatever the new one is, number two, that's what I like to call it. Forbidden um, West. Forbidden West, you know, only on PlayStation, you know, for the, a year. Does that make them go out to, you know, want to buy a PlayStation 5, you know, so they can play that game? I have no idea. They do. They know, you know. Yeah. So, and that's the thing, you know, you have to figure out how many people are going to, you know, 
where the money is going to be the greatest, where your biggest profits are going to be. And, and they're smarter than all of us combined. So no offense to anybody here. I just <laughs> Joe already said I have a small brain, so I, yeah. you know, I'm I rolling with it at this point. Brain, I got the best brain, best words, the best, best hands. Best words, yeah, I've yeah. heard. <laughs> yeah, um, the, the other thing that never gets mentioned in this, and it's minor, again, based on the statistics I've seen, but it is a factor, is that there are people like Dan's in the world who will double buy. Yes. So people who own Days Gone on the PlayStation 4, they see it's coming to PC and they rebuy it because they can play it in ultra wide or they can play, they can stream it more easily or, you know, whatever. There's, there are people who double dip um, in when you have it on more than one ecosystem as well. So it's all good stuff. You know, and Z Blackwriter says, you know, the X cloud changes the game. I yeah. think it will eventually. I don't think it has yet. That mobile gaming stuff where everybody points to all the time. It's not, you know, it's not there yet. It's not, it's not even close. It's not, you know, you, you, it's not I, everybody here in the chat doesn't nobody wants to pick up the preferred method and pick up their note 10 or whatever and plug it into a, you know, the Kishi and start playing it or playing it on the. No, nobody wants to do that yet. And all that money comes from games like Candy Crush or Clash of Clans or PUBG, you know, because they had, you know, such a huge amount of, you know, microtransactions. That's where that money is coming from. It's not from these, you know, big AAA console games that are getting to get switched over. I'm not sure when that'll happen. You know, I mean, I, I, I get what they're doing and it's nice to, you know, have when you go over to the in-laws so you don't have to talk to everybody. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's my wheelhouse, you know, so I, I don't know. Like I'm not sold on cloud gaming yet, you know. Even though I have a clip and the Kishi and all this stuff, of course I do because I just buy everything. So you know, it's it's a nice addition I think to what we have to Game Pass. You know, I don't think it's you know anything. I don't know, man. I, I'm still I'm still curious to see where that's going to go in five years, ten years. Yeah, now. it's going to be time. So. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Those those types of things, especially when you're talking about a global market, they do not happen quickly. There's an awful no. lot that goes into it. No, um, I'm looking so. forward to seeing what Cloud Game does when it uh, when XCloud etc has a PC version, though, because I've noticed it. it yeah, that might marketable, be. marketable upgrade from switching from a 4G device onto a 5G device, like the streaming quality has jumped significantly. Yeah. Yep. And they, uh, you know, they announced the, the PC beta and that new browser-based text cloud uh, coming to I iOS devices as well um, to get around Apple's thing. Um, but they also uh, just announced, uh, it was either yesterday or today, it's coming soon, is, you know, they're doing that server upgrade as well, which is taking it from 720p today to 1080p in the near future as well. So it's, it's a long game. We've said it so many times. Mm -hmm. um, it's a long game. And, uh, you know, Z Black's commenting on it. Um, We've talked about this so much. I don't want to go back into it now. But, yeah, a Asia's the long play um, yeah. because then, like I already said earlier, you don't need a PC. You don't need an Xbox. You don't need a, anything. You just connect to Game Pass. You're in Xbox ecosystem. You're They're making money. That's all right. it is. So, that you, so that, if that's the case, then you've got to complement that with the type of games that those then you can, Then play. you need content. Yeah. Right, yeah. That's that's the thing. You know, those people don't play Halo and PUBG necessarily. I know it's a very big game. You can be on Persona. Yeah, you know, that's what you need. You know, you those 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 kind of games like Persona and you know, I don't know, not really Yakuza so much, but you know, those Japanese titles, the games that they like to play. If Xbox, that's another thing I'd you know be interested in seeing. If they go from, you know, you've got all these studios, will one ever make just a specific mobile game that will, you know, like, like Gears Pop, you know, you know, that's just that. 
Get, yeah. game, get game is actually pretty fun. To be yeah, honest. I mean, people liked it, you know, but yeah. it just it didn't have the legs. But that's just yeah. that's you know, one time. You got to try this stuff and fail. You're never going to learn how the stuff works. That's yeah. what I've been talking about. You know, I mean, that's you know, and I've said that before. You know, I, it's just a different kind of gamer, I think, over there. But yeah. hopefully, that works out for him. If it doesn't, it's not like they're going to be hurting financially. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. Not that I give a shit because they make more money than God. So <laughs> it's the same. Um, all right. I think we've uh, we've gone all over the place on that topic, but good conversation. I think we can move on from PlayStation at this point. Um, Asa, good to see you in the house. Cyber, good to see you. Um, let's move on and talk. We need to we need to pour one out, guys. Anthem's dead. It's dead. Right on my computer. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much what Bioware did for development. <laughs> they just poured liquids on their computers. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, we, uh, you know, last week we joked that we were supposed to get the update from EA formally around this, and we got Christian Daly, who's the studio director at Bioware, put out the formal statement beginning of this week, uh, basically saying they've decided not to uh, continue development on what they were calling Anthem Next. Um, so the IP, at least in the foreseeable future is is dead um the game will continue to run as it exists today uh but no further updates no further expansions anything of that nature so uh this i rarely you know you guys know me well enough i am very positive when it comes to gaming delays don't bother me all this nonsense doesn't bother me um because there's just so many good things to do to play and experience all the time in today's industry um this one actually pissed me off <laughs> uh, it pissed me off because Ooh. you launch. So everyone knows the hype. We don't have to cover the whole Anthem story again. You know the hype. You know the development. Game launches. It hits revenue. Uh, it, it surpasses revenue targets out of the gate. So they made an awful lot of money because, as we all know, the game sold like crazy at launch. Um, it's obvious at launch the game is not what was promised at all. Uh, so what they do, they cancel their roadmap. I, I'm, you know, some people may have forgotten this kind of timeline of events. They had a roadmap for year one content expansions for Anthem. They come out about a month or two after launch, they cancel it, and they say the next several months are going to be focused on kind of fixing the game, right? Updating it and getting it to the level that was expected, and then we'll move on to new content. So they do a few small updates, nothing major. Um, you know, they had Cataclysm and a, and a few other things. Then they come out and say uh, nothing for a while. If you remember, Dan, remember, we're like, why haven't they said anything about Anthem? It was like yep. radio silence for several months. Then they come out and say, okay, we're going to build this Anthem 2.0, Anthem Next. We're putting a dedicated team together. It's going to be, you know, all this resolve, fixed loot, fixed gameplay systems, etc. They work on that for the past, what, 12 months? It's been another probably near year. Um they show us some screenshots intermittently of the design. I mean, it looked good from what they were showing, if not a little Destiny-ish. And then after all that time, without really any substantial updates to the game, two and a half years later, they come out and say, yeah, we're canceling everything. You're not getting anything else. Um, so the long and the short of it from beginning to end is they released a game. It never provided what was promised. They made a lot of money on it, and then they ran from it. Um, that's fucking bullshit. I mean, it's absolute garbage. And, you know, if you look at the most recent kind of debacle release in Cyberpunk, um, the one thing they did, you know, and we'll see if they deliver. They haven't delivered yet. But, you know, one thing they have done is come out and say, you know, we understand same thing. Here's our roadmap for all this other stuff coming. 
And we'll see if CD Projekt Red delivers like they say. I think they will, of course. Um, but I, I just I don't see any other companies that have had a launch that bad for such a big game. And a, and this is Electronic Arts. It's not a small publisher, right? Um, and then and just Bioware. That's it. Yeah, and Bioware. So you have a huge developer, huge publisher, right? Um, I, I can't remember a time where I've seen a game launch so badly, talk about being fixed, and never be fixed. Just just thrown away. Um, it's a bizarre situation to me, and I, I think it's a massive, massive uh, slap in the face to fans. Like, like speaking of, like, here, here's the thing. I would blame Bioware 100% for this if I thought it was them. I'm, the more I see of this stuff happening, the, the more I think that this is more like EA. You know, yeah, this yeah. week, not only we have Anthem canceled, but that Project <clears throat> Gaia uh, that EA Motive was doing, six <clears throat> years of development canceled. Right, they come out and they say EA is allowing us to stop focusing on any kind of multiplayer for the next Dragon Age. Yeah. All right, allowing us. All right. Mass Effect Andromeda, they were pretty much forced to use Frostbite Engine. You know, so they had to. You know, so that whole development of Andromeda and Mass Effect was was complicated and and pushed because of what EA. They basically didn't want to go out and, and have to lease the Unreal Engine or whatever else they were going to maybe use. They said, well, you got to use this engine. They used Unreal for the original trilogy. Right. And they moved over to Frostbite for yeah. Andromeda, and it's ca- it caused a ton of developmental problems, which tells me that EA just sucks. We all knew this. <laughs> you know, it, they, 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 they took Bioware and just crushed them, and I'm afraid that it's going to start happening to these other games, too, or other, you know... they Did they get... Codemasters, yes, got, yes, yes, crap, and, and respawn, and respawn. Now respawn has done a good job so far. They they've so fought through the you know the EA <laughs> shit storm. So and, respawn and, has very strong leadership though, right? And Vince and they've dealt with the bullshit before. Whereas Bioware's leadership has been in kind of turmoil. Bioware was more of that. The place. They were more of that early Bungie, where they were a group of very very talented creators. But they weren't the best, the biggest leaders at the time. Now, Bungie grew into that with like Jason Evans and that group, but uh, Bioware kind of fell apart. Their leadership has been in tatters for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just don't, I don't get my hopes up. You know, this is the same publisher, and and that that gives us games that have, you know, stuff from last year's game. <clears throat> on stadiums and stuff and FIFA and Madden, you know, cause they were too lazy to go back and change, you know, or they didn't have the money. I, I understand why they, they even gave them the opportunity, right? Like, you know, you, you've got 30 people here. Let's see what you can do in six months to a year and see if you can completely change a game, you know, from its core and, and make it basically profitable for us. And they didn't do that, you know, because it was a monumental task, then add COVID to it. And it just becomes even worse. So, of course, it wasn't going to happen. You know, so they either needed to, you know, it, it sounds like they're getting, becoming a little bit more hands-off, but I, I highly doubt that. You know, <laughs> so so we'll see what the, the future provides. I'm excited still for Dragon Age. I'm glad they're not doing a multiplayer part of it, you know, and they can focus solely on the single-player part of it. But, you know, pour one out for Anthem. You know, it, it was it was gone too soon. So... It had, I know we've all said it so many times. It had so much potential. Yeah, it had. Yep. It, it was so cool. The world was so cool. The idea of the the 
you know, the suits or I forget what they javelins. Um, yeah. You know, and, and it just, by the way, I found this going through oh. my, uh, going <laughs> through my folder. So, you know, because I keep every, I've season gaming like 300 yeah. gigs of just pictures. Wow. Um, so there's launch, right? It was supposed to have act one, act two, act three, all in 2019 while, um, you know, having in addition, right. Having these evolving worlds stronger together, cataclysm, all that stuff. And a lot of that just got pushed to the side. Um, That's insane. Yeah, all that was supposed to happen right after launch. Um, and it's just, it's mind boggling to me that it just kind of went the way it did. Mm. Yeah. It um, it didn't surprise me in the slightest. And um, they canceled if, it. Yeah, if, if this was a Mass Effect, if this was a Dragon Age, for sure they would have went and they would have fixed it. But like, this was still a fresh new ip with not that dedicated fan base to it or as large as like a, a mass effect so it doesn't surprise me in the slightest that they they went back and they axed it and yeah. i think it was listen how much more money do we need to throw at this thing where we could take a look at games that you know have turned around like a battlefront 2 or single player games that like they're probably looking at star wars fall in order and go like Holy shit, this thing sold like tens of millions of units in the span of a few months. Like this thing was a juggernaut. So I think they're taking a look at or and, and, and totally reevaluated their 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 position on single player games, going, okay, they can work. They absolutely can. But how much money are we going to actually throw into them? And what we need now more than ever is a safe bet. This isn't a safe bet. So I think a lot of the mechanics from Anthem will live on in a Mass Effect or like a Dragon Age. Like I'm thinking of like flying for like the Normandy or something like that, or some of the storm <laughs> powers for, you know, casters and Dragon Age. But as for like Anthem as a whole, yeah, I think they're taking a look at that looter shooter, you know, vibe going, okay, there's just, there's not enough we can do to make this salvageable. And the plan's probably in place. Like that thing needed more than just an end game. It needed a better progression. It needed a better combat systems for most of those, uh, you know, javelins. So to me, I just saw this as an inevitable thing um, that I'm only burned. I spent fucking sixty dollars on <laughs> at launch because I'm like, it's Bioware. You know what? We had one flub with Anthem. But it's all good. It's all under the bridge now. They're gonna with, with Andromeda, you mean? Yeah, Andromeda. Yeah, yeah. We're, gonna, we're we're gonna hit this out of the park. Dan, you how know? much uh, digital currency do you still have in Anthem? You're on mute, by the way. So you're forty bucks. Forty bucks. <laughs> Zero. I think I bought. It might be a, a tad less. I bought like a fifty dollar part, and I was like, "Cool, I'm gonna get some of these." You know, they they promised all this stuff, and I'm gonna get all these cool. Looking, you know, skins for my javelins. I also thought the skin stuff in and and that was just a mess. Like oh, I was yeah. like, all right, I'm going to get something for my. Oh, it's not my turn this week. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And like, <laughs> so I eventually got to the point where like I got it, and like I, I yeah, I usually use the Colossus, so it was, you know, it was either that or I think the what's the 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 quick javelin, wherever that one was, and and interceptor, so the interceptor, and. I, it was like every couple of weeks I would jump back on and see what they had. And it was, it's not even good. You know, that yeah. was the worst part. Or, or like you could buy some 
metal, you know, types. I'm like, what in the hell, man? <laughs> I mean, just give me something. I mean, this isn't hard to do. You know, I mean, it's not like you just throw a new skin on it. You know, yeah. you see people online, you know, making skins for consoles all the time, just like graphical art stuff, you know, and <laughs> it's like, you know, there you go, throw it on there. And and that's all you got to do, you know, but no, nope, still got 40. I should just get on there and just spend it like crazy. Oh, so we were joking last night at me and a few people were going to literally reinstall it and talk about starting fresh and just doing a playthrough just for fun in a group. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a fun game to play. That's the problem. It's a fun game to yep. play, but. Yeah, as Joe just said, it's not even one aspect. Like the story was absolutely nowhere near Bioware quality. The mission design was kind of repetitive, and and you just go somewhere, fight some guys, come back. Um, you know, the the loot we won't even get started on. It was very poorly designed. The I mean, there's a, some of the best parts of it. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, the flying in the world and the the feel of being in the javelin was awesome. Mm-hmm. It still looks really good too. That's yeah, beautiful. Yeah. You know, yep. Man. What a disappointment. Wasn't that? I, bought, I gifted that game to quite a few people as well, so I probably spent hundreds on that. Oh, no. Oh, man. Good. Good. I don't feel so bad. No offense. But, did you like, put I a lot of time into it too, Dutch? I wasn't I wasn't gutted for me, but one of the guys that I gifted it to was like a major Anthem fan, so like I was gutted more for him because he would he would mm. still to this day, every other, every, every other night, would have a big long stint on Anthem and play and do all of his cataclysm events and all of his different things like that, and like, he loved the game. So he, yeah. I was gutted more for him than than me because I, I might put 15, 20 hours into the game, but I wasn't okay. like a mega devoted. Yeah, but I, I came up, especially in some of the kind of larger group events, come up with a lot of big kind of nigh on game breaking errors where I would like fall through the map forever yes. and then have to quit out entirely or just wait until the mission finished. I'd be like, right, guys, you can't pick us up because I'm on the floor <laughs> behind a mountain. Like, <laughs> there is no saving me. So good luck, and I will. Uh, I'll see you at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's. Uh... I feel like we're we're like all four of us. I feel like we've put so much money in this game that yeah. like NBC is going to have a skit for us. Like you know, you, you've heard those those people <laughs> that got caught out of tens of thousands of dollars for GameStop stock. Like I feel like that's us right now. <laughs> So I was joking last night with some people. So at E3 2019, no, 2018, 20, when they mm-hmm. first debuted the game before it came out, um, at, if you went to EA Play and you got in line and you did the, you had to do all these things, they gave you a print. I used to have one up right behind me. They gave you a print of each javelin and you could collect all four. And Bert and I collected all four each. So like two months after E3, you could sell those four prints on eBay for like $500. They were going for and I haven't looked recently. I guarantee you they're not going for $500 yeah. anymore. $2. But yeah, I, I still have them. I'm like, damn, I should have sold them. But I'm, I'm seriously going to put one of the prints back up in my room just as a little, you know, in, in memoriam of Anthem. Yeah, see, that's what it feels like. It's like we're four guys that, you know, just lost a good buddy. Like we're, at, like, <laughs> we're at like a funeral after party, you know, like having a beer or something. Like, oh, man, you know, you remember man. when he did this? God, that was hilarious. You remember that? Oh, man, yeah. that so awesome. Oh, Steve. Gosh, I miss you, Steve. You yeah. know, something like that. You know, it's just, gosh, this is so sad and also yeah. hilarious. Hey, uh, Scott Cook. Welcome, brother. Good to see you. Uh, finally, a non-fanboy podcast. You found us. We're here, man. We're here every mm-hmm. Saturday, mm-hmm. so... 
Thanks for coming out. Let's talk about why Xbox sucks. (laughs) (laughs) We got them now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Z Black said cocaine's a hell of a drug. Um, Yeah, so, you know, I think many of us who loved Anthem, I I never heard anyone who loved Anthem who also said, this game's great. It's perfect. No. We love Anthem, and but we fully recognize the issues with it. We just wanted to see it become what it could have become. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it has a lot of potential. Like, tons, tons, so it's, much potential. The world as well, like that was barely the world was barely anything there. Yeah, like, the it was just little groups of enemies. Small, and they could have done so much more with that. Like yep. biome wise, they could have had a snow area, like a proper snow area. They yeah, done on like Horizon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have different biomes throughout. Yeah, yeah. so much. We won't harp on it. We just had to pour one out for Anthem. Um, but let's talk about a game that's going to deliver on all fronts. That's my promise to you. My promise. Halo Infinite, baby. It's coming. Um, we got the latest uh, update from 343 Industries uh, this week. It was a nice big update like we alluded to earlier in the show, um, along with new screenshots from uh, the latest build, which uh, you know I think we can all agree are night and day compared to what it looked like when they showed it uh, six months ago. But uh, I'll put these up on the screen right now for our uh, our viewers who are watching with us live. But, I mean, this is the kind of stuff that Halo people like myself want to see. Um, this screenshot right here is like it, it, it hits every note on every level that you would want to see out of Halo. It looks like Halo CE, um, but it's got kind of that modern touch to it with this uh, sniper rifle. You've got the Warthog. You've got the big Promethean structure. And it's just the scope and scale of it just looks fantastic. Um, They talked uh, extensively around uh, the artistic direction. Um, They used this screenshot in particular that we have up right now to talk about the uh, day-night cycle. So they showed this exact location, but in about 10 different ways uh, with all different lighting and darkness and, you know, all the different things that obviously a day and night cycle brings. Um, but basically what they said is, you know, they're, they're really, this is a fresh kind of start for Halo. Uh, it is the foundation of everything for the future. Um, what they said is that the reason Infinite has taken so long to build, besides the obvious, right, brand new engine they built from scratch, COVID, all these other things, um, is that it is the foundation. So future updates, expansions, things that are going to come in the Halo games will be built upon Infinite, which is why it's named Infinite. Um, <clears throat> oh, you're telling me there won't be an Infinite 2. No. Okay. No, that's there. That would be stupid. No, they they've they've moved away. They've uh, in fact most of the Xbox games are moving away from the numbering convention. Um, so they they even have said that Gears Six probably won't be Gears Six. It'll be Gears something, right? It's going to be more like that. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, um, they're hitting all the right notes here, guys. Over the past two months, we've gotten a multiplayer look. We've now gotten the Zeta. Zeta ring is what it's called, the, the Halo ring that we're playing on for Infinite. Um, they've shown that now. They've shown uh, armor design, which, again, seems to be hitting all the right notes with fans. And and if you're not intimately familiar with the Halo community, they are a picky-ass bunch, right? If you, you think about those hardcore communities of big games, uh, Pokemon, <laughs> uh, you know, um, Halo, uh, Call of Duty, right? There, there's They get very nitpicky about things, and the Halo community is very... Uh, mm-hmm finicky about things but from what i've seen i would say the vast majority of the community is loving what they're seeing out of infinite and uh i think the delay for the year was obviously the right call now 
And, um, you know, Joseph Stodden, who is now the creative director overseeing the whole project, has said he's played through the whole campaign twice. I know, Dutch, you and I talked about this just a couple of days yeah. ago. Um, and, you know, the campaign's done uh, and that he really, really enjoys it from a story perspective, which, of course, was the big complaint about five. So all that said, um, you know, Joe, I'm going to start with you uh, because I know you're, mm -hmm. you know, even though you're a PlayStation centric guy, you love Halo. Um, oh, yeah. So, and I know Dutch, you do too. So I know we can all touch, you know, we can talk about this extensively, but are you guys feeling the same way? Are you getting that, that kind of love for what you're seeing here? Or do you still have some concerns? The sniper rifle. Let's talk about it. Gorgeous. It looks fucking <laughs> awesome. It's badass. Dude, look at, so look at all them textures. <laughs> Let's just talk <laughs> about that. And this game, I, you know, yeah, I'm a PlayStation guy. Boo, Microsoft, Phil Spencer, smiles, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't hide my love for Halo. Like, I love, 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 love this franchise. It is the reason why I'm a gamer. Like, this game, the first game, man, got me through so much as a kid. Huh? Make you feel old? So, for me... Uh, I, I take a look at this and I'm just, I'm like brought back to when I was like 11 years old, man, playing a Halo with my brother, co-op, Combat Evolve. Like, it's giving me those same feelings and um, everything about this. You know, I was a fan of the, the original. I, I, I keep saying that. I need to repeat myself. It looked fine. The original uh, the gameplay, uh, the reveal. Reveal. I was um, too. Yeah, I wasn't the blown away, but I thought it looked cool. fun. Yeah. He has a hook. He has a hook for, for you know, come on. <laughs> so, you know, I was I was already on board, but seeing the artistical changes that they've done so far for this game, oh my goodness. Yeah. There's not like mm, it so, just looks it, it's giving me faith. So here's here's the funny thing, right? And yeah. Dan, you can back me up on this because you remember six months ago when they did the Halo reveal, and the, the, obviously the focus was on some of the textures and the lighting, and you know it didn't look as it didn't blow anyone away, right? Sure. The big question yeah. is that all of you guys know over the past few months has man, it's because they're making it for the Xbox One. They should only mm -hmm. be focusing on next gen. It's ruining it. Well, where's look. that talk now? I don't hear it anymore. What happened? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, like it's it looks so it looks so amazing, and I'm I'm this is my most anticipated game of the year. This is like I want at the end of December to be like this was my game of the year. I love rooting for an underdog. What they're showing me, they're they're doing the right things of communicating to us, but also showing us where the improvements are coming and seeing the environments, seeing again, just textures on, on, on the weapons and how the weapons look, feel and what like new default weapons you're going to have for your loadouts. Like I'm all on board for this, man. I can't wait for halo to come back and it needs to. And more importantly, I need to see that TV show. What's that all about? Yeah, we, we're going to touch on that too. We'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. And we're going to find a way for Dutch to watch it too. Uh, but Dutch, yeah. <laughs> Dutch, what are your thoughts, man? Are you feeling uh, same question, man? You feeling good about this, or you still have some reservations? Where you at? Um, yeah, I've, uh, again, I was not one of the ones that thought the original showing was was horrific by any means. Um, okay. Of course, it wasn't next gen. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> in some of its lighting decisions and some of the features that it included, 
Um, and then, of course, some of the follow-up to that before they delayed it, we, oh, Ray Tracing's not there at launch, and we're going to delay that for a little bit. And and then eventually they were like, well, okay, we'll just cap it off. So I've had this discussion as well, and I think given the, the time frame they've given themselves, which is just over a year to, to kind of get it ready and out yeah. um, as a delay, I think all of those features will be there at launch. Um, and what I've seen, both on the multiplayer multiplayer screenshots that they've posted a, a couple of a month ago or yep. so, um, and then the the new ones, of course, that delay has been inevitably exactly what was needed um, because the game is looking far cleaner, far sharper, far more detailed. Everything about the game is is vastly more polished than what it was, even in the space of three months, three four months. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and they've still got eight months until its kind of release window, which is nuts. Um, well, at least I had eight months um, to to kind of get it out from that point, from when in that particular release window that I mentioned. Uh, only thing, the only thing I, I take away from this that as a slight negative is that I I want to, and this is I don't know whether or not this is three four three or Xbox, but they still need to get away from showing just PC screens or when they're doing yeah. these updates um, yeah. or PC trailers because. Again, that's not your, your console market. <laughs> like, don't show best case scenario. Don't just go right. This is what it's going to look like on the best PC, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to see like what what am I actually visually going to get when I buy this game? Um, because oh, I'll be I won't just be getting it on Game Pass. Like, I'll be purchasing yeah. Halo. Like, I've purchased all of the Halos. Like, I owned Master Chief Collection before it was in Game Pass. Owned all the Halos before they were in Game Pass. So I've got Halo One, Two, Three, Four. ODST prior to them going Master Chief Collection, and then I got course, Master yeah. Chief Collection, and then Five bought that as well. So I'll be buying it as well as just okay, brilliant. Other people who want to buy it are going to have it anyway. So the player base is yeah. going to be massive. But yes, the game looks amazing. I just want to see what it's going to look like on the series consoles. Yeah, yeah. That that's, is that's the one my only drawback. Yeah, that's the one Microsoft problem they they constantly do is like stop showing me PC screens, please. Show me what it's gonna look like on the Xbox series. And if you can't do that, don't show it because you know the internet. Once they, they're go they're <laughs> gonna find a crack somewhere, you know. <laughs> it's, not just, it's not just that they're gonna this is and this is unfortunate. It's not nothing to do with us because we don't do it. We don't go out of our way to go off the puddle drama in Spider Man, for instance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Ruin well, the game for me. Go yeah. out of our way to do that, but unfortunately, there are people out there that'll go, "Oh well, this yeah. is what you showed a couple of months back here because it doesn't look like yeah. this." And like, yeah, but that's a PC screenshot. But Microsoft keep tripping over themselves doing this. They're like, all right, so we'll release the best version of what we're going to show you, and then you get the console version, which is minutely different in quality. But because people pick up on the nitpicking of things, they'll just go, "Oh, look, it doesn't look the same." Yeah. But it ha- yeah. like I say, it happens for for both. Like we've got, unfortunately, like I say, Spider Man went through that issue on PlayStation with puddle <laughs> drama. Then we've, we've had Xbox with the obviously with Halo Infinite when it was first shown off with Craig and and all of that. And now, of course, but this it's continuous. Like yeah. they do it all the time, and it's all the unfortunately, time. it's Xbox bring it on themselves because they keep doing the same stuff. It's like you need to yeah. learn your lesson. Yeah. <laughs> show show the console version first. <laughs> and then go right, okay, near launch, go right, Xbox series, and here's the PlayStation, like here's a PC version of, of, of Halo Infinite. This is the extras you get on PC. Yeah, that's what they should do. Yeah. Um, thankfully, you know, Cyberpunk didn't do that. 
because that would have been a disaster. Um, <laughs> that was one of the very lucky few, you know, that managed to play through Cyberpunk with only one. I think it was one hard crash. And very, Me too. Very no, I did the same. Bugs. I had one hard crash the whole game. One hard crash. Very yeah. few bugs. And I noticed as well, and it was a very strange thing on Cyberpunk where if, if something started to bug out, like the UI did a couple of the times, like the HUD would bug out after missions or something like that. You just pause, save the game, come out the game, go back into the game, on, especially on Series X, which takes no time at all anyway, and it would be fixed. Hmm. So any of the little HUD issues that were there were fixed by a simple restart of the like your load. Yeah, that's usually but it a was memory such allocation a strange, problem. That was one of the very lucky ones because the, some of the glitches and bugs and things that I've seen were hilarious. Yeah, yeah, they are. That's a whole... Yeah, we've covered that at length. Um, but I, I pulled this comment up because it just goes back to what Joe was saying. And I've seen a lot of people say the same thing is that, you know, there's a lot of nostalgia with Halo, especially CE. Right. And you and I talked yeah. about this, too, Dutch, the other day, where it's like when you first saw Halo CE on a kiosk or first played it, it was a it was a revolutionary experience. It really was. It changed console yeah. first person shooters. Um, and so this is just giving off those vibes. So 20 years later, all of us who grew up in their late teens, early 20s or Joe out of his diapers, um, or, <laughs> or, you know, getting that feeling of playing that game again. So it's, it's really cool to see now, Dan, I know, uh, I'll change the question a bit for you because I know sure. you're not as big of a halo guy, but, um, I think what's promising for people like you who really don't care what they're going to do with the multiplayer suite is that what they're showing of the world looks to be like that kind of really, you know, with the halo, you can always expect that polished gameplay. Even if you didn't like certain directions with games, they play extremely well. Um, so now you're going to get that in this beautiful, big open world with all kinds of discovery and mystery and everything else. Um, is that enticing to you compared to say the more linear games of the past? Yeah. I mean, I'm always, I've always enjoyed a little bit more, I guess, open worldiness, you know, <laughs> instead of like, and, but, but, you know, to be fair, like even Halo, the original game was, you know, it was linear, but it was also, you know, it, it, especially out you know, outside when you first started the game, you know, you could kind of go around a little bit and, you know, it wasn't like running down a corridor by any yeah. means. So that's what actually made it so kind of impactful at the time. Yeah. And it, it's that's, one of the things, I, you know, I loved it. I love those single player experiences. I love the, you know, and that's what I'm looking forward to here, you know, so I guess, correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds more like a, a hubbed open world kind of thing, you know, from what they showed, back in you know i don't know i don't know what you mean by hubbed like like it's it's like it's not just a, a seamless open world it looked like when i saw like the maps and stuff it looked like there was this area that was like on the open you know almost like god of war where you know you had these separate areas that were all um, open you, i don't you, know okay the way they've spoken about it it sounds more open than that okay well that's yeah. fine that's even better for me yeah because yeah. what they what they specifically <clears throat> said in this update is part of the world methodology design is they've obviously have the grappling hook and some other ways now where you're not just running and jumping. Um, so they've actually designed it. So like, if you see something off in the distance, whether it be a tower or they have a strong, not strongholds, uh, that's deficient, like complexes or something, you can attack the banished or whatever. You can just go do that. It's over there. Um, okay. So it sounds more open, truly open than uh, something like God of War. Yeah. Going, then, like side missions to go and take down air support turrets and things like that. Like that's all optional extras. This is, a, we, again, something me and Ian touched on the other day. It's wonder how they're going to incorporate that, like, 
for instance, if you don't take down those turrets in in that optional side mission, would that later have a detriment to how much support you might get down the line, or will it not? Or it's really the, those side missions. It is a much open world. I think it's it kind of expanded on the way Gears Five did their open world. Instead of having linear kind of missions, it's pretty much all that open world section. We can go and do those side quests if you want to. You don't have to. Okay. Um, that's kind of the way Gears is yeah. doing. Yeah, and then, and they cool. haven't shown it in detail so we don't we're speculating yeah. a bit but yeah right i just remember like seeing a map of yeah they, they showed a map uh, yeah. where i thought it was like kind of sectioned off but not to where it's like very small or anything but um yeah. it, but it was like okay this there's this little area you've got you know like you said uh, you know maybe like a gun you know encampment or something and then you've got this other open air you know but maybe i was looking at a different doesn't really matter because here's the thing i'm going to play it and <laughs> I, I hope it's you know it just flows nicely um it, it's the the story for me is going to be is kind of be the selling point i think you know yeah i wasn't a huge fan of four which i know a lot of people like oh whoa, whoa but i really didn't like five the oh, first okay. three were fantastic and reach is still my number one halo um, as far as the story goes, and that's why I play these games for. Um, but the the multiplayer aspect is going to be ginormous. You know, we talked about yeah. a little bit about Game Pass earlier. I think that'll sell uh, millions of subscriptions, at least you know initially. So I would I need to go look at these screenshots. I've seen them, uh, and I looked at them a few times. So take, I don't take, remember them looking. Looking, I'm sorry. I just don't remember it looking that poor. I guess before. You know, I, I the, the the character models were a little suspect, like <laughs> Craig and stuff. But short of that, I thought everything they showed, like with that gameplay demo earlier, you know, looked fine. You know, I mean, it yeah, it was a little bit, it wasn't quite next gen, like kind of Dutch said, but it it didn't look bad. Well, and they and they've explained it like ten times over now too, right? Okay. There's some. If you read through their updates, they went into detail around why Craig looked the way he did. You know, there's That's texture it. layering there. Yeah. There's lighting. There's just the game wasn't launching. You know, I, when we talked about this when it happened, I was like, this game's not launching right now. When they debuted it, right? Like, mm. um, they they had like three or four months at the time to push, to polish it up. And look what they to Dutch's point. Look what they've done in the last three four months, right? It's Fantastic. Yeah, and to, to Dutch's point too. Yeah, I want to see what's running on on my console because that's where I'm gonna be playing. Yes. It. You know, yes. and 100, they should do that. Which they address know. in the update. This week sure. as well. They actually mentioned that. Yeah, they just, I mean, then why not just show it? I mean, what do they say? I didn't well, read the whole update. It's because, you know, all games really are developed where they're sure. tested on PC, right? So it's probably just not at a state yet where they want to show it on Series X. Not that Series X won't look this good. It's just mm -hmm. not at that point yet where they can show it literally running on a Series X because it's not, it would, it wouldn't look done. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. As long as it's done <laughs> when it releases. You know, I'm fine with it. That's fine. Yeah. And but, Craig better be in it. Yeah, at some point. It. Yeah. In fact, I need an army of Craigs. Like <laughs> one of those things should just be an army of Craigs coming at you, full bore, like down a hill, like Lord <laughs> of the Rings style. You know, yeah. like just something awesome. So they they talk. They did mention already that Forge is coming forward, and there's going to be you know there's an entire Forge team on this game that's building Forge for where people build their custom games and all the crazy stuff that we play. Um, they, I, yeah, it's amazing. Um, and I really hope they make Craig a model that you can use in Forge, um, so that people can just build 
crazy game types with yes. to your point there with just tons of craigs running around perfect that's that'd be perfect like craig uh, attack you know? right so, like that's all you capture, would do capture the craig capture the craig yeah like, you can carry yeah, it'd be great if you could like walk <laughs> and carry craig with you like a flag or have it as a gun somehow you know with like his head as the barrel I mean, this, <laughs> there's so many possibilities here well yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, they are launching on PC. I mean, who knows what modders are going to do? Mm. We'll see, I'm sure. Mm. Love them. Um, Z Black, another super chat, man. Thank you for being generous today, man. I really appreciate it. Beyond Gamers SX is built for Azure, true. <coughs> Excuse me. They could give this console away and still make money. That's also true. Um, but then that's Microsoft. You know, that's what they do. Their revenue streams are, um, I won't say untouchable, um, but they're damn near as close as I think any company has gotten. Um, that's a whole nother broad discussion um but yeah I, I loving what i'm seeing here and it's funny uh is it uh shizno too uh is kind of with me didn't like three at all which is an, i know a very un you know uh minority opinion um but prefer four and five um so, i think yeah. out of the out of the five games i thought two was probably my favorite not including rage i, I know dutch is with you because we just talked yeah. about that yeah, yeah. two Two hundred percent. But I, I remember again nostalgia. Like I remember playing that game to death. Like couch co-op with with a buddy, like all the way mm. through all night long. Like yeah. love that game. So love many good game. memories. And Halo Two Anniversary is still stunning. I mean, if you go back yeah. and play that, the art style in that game is perfect. Mm. Um. Anyway, uh, what else are we going to touch on? Oh, real quick on the Halo TV series. Um, yeah. So. People got panicked about that this week because they saw, oh, God, it's moved to a new service. And, of course, people didn't read the details. And everyone's like, oh, God, another change with the Halo TV series. So the good news is, I'm here to tell you, if you read the details, literally nothing changed with the show. Mm. It was it was filming in Budapest last year. They had to stop because of COVID. Um, they're, they're refinishing production right now. And uh, same, same script, same actors, same production company. Literally everything. It's exactly the same. Uh, you know, uh, Amblin... Um, uh, Steven Spielberg's production company still involved. Showtime still involved. The only difference is, is that Viacom CBS, who owns Showtime, CBS, Paramount, all these companies, <laughs> they basically said, we have this Paramount Plus streaming service coming out. We want a Star Trek-like kind of premiere show to launch it with. Um, so they've pulled it off of Showtime and they're moving it to Paramount Plus. That's the yep. only difference. Yep. So launching uh, beginning of 2022 and beginning of next year, uh, first quarter is when the Halo show will uh, premiere. And I just, uh, obviously, I'm sure we all just hope it does it justice. Um, and for people in the as UK... As, as long as it's at least as good as Forward Unto Dawn. That, I love Forward Unto Dawn. Loved yeah, it. Great low-budget movie. Um, loved it. Um, I just want to see how that suit looks. That's yeah. all. That's the only thing. I just want to see that still. Yeah. You know, and I'll I'll make a poster out of it that's it's right, uh, <laughs> right next to my bed, you know? It so is it's uh, the chief lulling me to sleep every night. <laughs> with that, with that voice. Yeah. Good Go night. to sleep. Go <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> um, I do find it funny in Infinite that they the armor he has the one one seven on it, like he did in Forward Unto Dawn when it was yeah. apparently you know he was like a rookie or recruit, whatever it was. Um, anyway, that's a whole other topic. Um, so for people listening in the UK, Dutch has told us that there's no way. Uh, to get that subscription, which is really disappointing. So we will, uh, we're going to figure that out. It's crazy. Yeah, unfortunately, a few of these American streaming services, uh, unless you have a, uh, an American card, they're American, like not even uh, like, um, what do you call American Express? That doesn't count. 
If you unless you have an American registered bank card, oh, credit card, okay, you, yeah, you cannot sign up at all. I've tried this a few times on numerous different American services, and it doesn't work. Showtime's one of them. <laughs> God, so. Oh, here- so Scott, uh, thousands of Craig's the new flood. Could you imagine they made the, the little flood aliens, but they had Craig's face on them, and they're all running at you? It'd be hilarious. I hope they, I hope they play into it. it it'll be fun. I, I think I they think will. The way they've been speaking about it and speaking about Craig, even through the entirety of development, I think they will put something on there. Yeah, after. yeah, I think so too. Um, all right, guys. So let's uh, let's touch on some of the things that we've been playing. Um, I'm going to talk about Division Two because I've been playing the living hell out of it. Um, but, um, Dan, what you been up to, man? What you been playing? Uh, probably it's just, I've been kind of jumping around back. I'm on Hitman still just cause I, you know, the new stuff came out for it. Uh, the elusive contracts or the elusive targets. Oh, like the little update for Hitman three. Yeah. They, okay. they released the, uh, the, some more of the deluxe version stuff. Yeah. So I was able to get the costumes, I uh, got, or the, the suits. And then the kind of funny stuff came out. They, they, had a quite a bit of stuff. So um, I've been playing a little bit of that. I actually started another Days Gone playthrough because I wanted to see how it was running, you know, whatever it is, two years after the fact, three years. Yeah. It's really good. I mean, they 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 really kind of got rid of all the choppiness. You know, it runs good at 60 frames. Uh, Sam Whitmer, I think his name is, it plays Deacon. I hate him so much. Like, I've never seen a guy that overacts Every single scene he is in, like that dude, like Joe, Joe turned his head. You caught so Joe's attention intense. here. <laughs> he's like so intense, like of the, and he's such an. Like, he plays him as such an asshole, but he doesn't really need to be, like. But like he goes over the top. Like he, it's just like, ah, ah, boozer, ah, boozer. You know, I mean, dude, I'm like, dude, just stop, yeah. just stop <laughs> talking. You know, just talk <laughs> like a normal guy. You know, you don't have to grit your teeth and smile like this the whole damn time because it's so fake. Like that's the worst part about that game is, is <laughs> it's just him. Like everybody else is just like very natural, you know, just like having a conversation, but he's always like, <laughs> <laughs> he's, see- like he's fucking seething when he's, when it's yeah, in game. All the time. <laughs> you piece of shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> God, dude, you're dead. Yeah, that one tender moment where, you know, it kind of happens, you know, and, and, and He's still an ass, and he's just still like Ricky. I'm like, dude, just literally relax, relax. <laughs> Not yeah. that big of a deal. All right. Yeah, I mean, really I, he, was just, he was the guy from Force Awakens, you know, and he, he's always yelling, like always yeah. yelling. Like it's funny because like you can stop riding your bike and you got like somebody on the back, you know, when you're riding a motorcycle, it's you know, you got the wind going by, you got to kind of yell. But like when you stop, he still yells, which is <laughs> hilarious to me, and I'm sure that's just how it is in the game but it, that i have to fight through that every time i play it like because everything else is great you know but you know I, I think i reviewed it for the site you know can't remember what i guess was, oh, was, was it a seven it was a seven i think i think that might have been a seven <laughs> i, I literally think it was yeah but yeah it was uh it's fun i guess you know yeah. and then division two you know, uh, that, that game has got me. I'm waiting for like three or four days. We're going to see, we're going to see the season pass actually get, got extended 
you know so you know I, I looked at it again this morning dan after we talked about it, it does so 13 weeks yeah that's what so, i don't but i don't if that's, yeah. if that's just the pass or is that the whole season yeah i don't know so crazy to me it was a seven by it. the way you gave dave days gone to seven yes all right perfect so that fits the narrative um <laughs> but the vision too is i mean from what they've done i'll let you get more into it because you're way more detailed than i am as far as it's just fun you know yeah. it's a game i can jump on by myself even and, and it's challenging you know even on like a lower difficulty level i mean well, i play on normal but you know it, it's Come still on, challenging well, i mean that's all i've ever played on by myself like i'm with you I, i'll play on hard because there's more people you know yeah. it's just you know but for me i just go through and play on normal because it's they're still super spongy the enemies are and i don't like that but so you know, we've talked about that before and I, yeah. I hear that from a lot of people it is um, but it's they're spongy do you want me to go into my they're rant? humongous spongy so but here's the problem spongies here's the problem <laughs> let, let me explain for the division sponginess spongies alter eagle. yeah okay Sponge. when you play an arpg a loot based arpg sure. let's go to diablo right Right. You have these mobs of characters, and then you have obviously elites and champions, is what they call them in Diablo. Sure. Um, and the you know, killing the purple or the yellow guys or the yellow and blue guys in Diablo, purple and yellow in um, Division, um, they're your higher end characters, right? And they drop the better loot. Mm-hmm. The problem is, people can't wrap their mind around the fact that you're playing an ARPG loot game where it's supposed to take a lot of hits and a lot of battle to kill these guys while taking the realistic feel of the guns and the environment because they're used to playing games like Call of Duty or any other military shooter where when you shoot someone, they die instantly because you're shooting them with a gun. You know what I mean? Right. It, it mixes those two genres. So people immediately see it. They get their gun. They go to shoot an enemy, and they're like, I've hit him with like four bullets. Why isn't he dead? Well, it's because you're playing an ARPG. No. I mean, that's that's. I understand that point. But the problem <laughs> is... You know, there is such a humongous difference, even between the red guys yeah. and the blue or the purple guys. They're supposed to be. Right, but it's it's huge. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it, I mean, I understand, like, like the difference between, like, I think the red and, like, maybe the yellow, you know, lower tier yellow guys, like the sniper or something. Yeah. You know, that I understand. You know, and they and they do a good job, you know, mixing it up. You know, like the snipers are always going to be kind of pieces of garbage. They have, anyway. they have different armor and yeah. right, different armor. Same thing. I understand all that stuff. It's just when you're sitting there and you're unloading a clip and yeah. you're getting all these hits, yeah, and it's just like and nothing yeah. is happening, and you're just like, what in the hell? And that's how normal. And I'm just like, why? Why isn't anything falling down? Yeah, right. And then they go out and they heal themselves. Yeah. Like the named ones do. Anyway, the, the bright yellows, I guess, is what I call them. And that's and that's fine. You know, I, I understand the bossiness areas. Yeah. It's just some it's just very, very weird when you unload, you know, I'm an telling entire, you, it's, the, it's the mentality uh, of it. That, that that makes sense. I get I get you, I get what you're saying. But go, I guess go. in the Diablo, like you know, when you play that and you hit one of those named characters, you know, you're sitting there swinging, you're sitting there throwing stuff at it it doesn't maybe it's just because of it's it, it's the gun aspect. that's why i'm saying it's the mentality right. of shooting a gun it shouldn't take a hundred bullets right. to kill someone that i think and yeah and so in in essence it, it makes them feel spongy yes maybe not but it just makes them feel that yeah. way it, and they are i mean yeah. they are spongy but it's part of an arpg game i understand design. that yeah and it's, it's still a great game i mean i still love it i've been playing through 
this season stuff. And uh, now that's kind of ridiculous. I think what they did there, but the what? It's just like the the amount of stuff that you have to do just to get to these seasonal pieces of content. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so you've got like you know whatever her name is in the center, and then you've got oh Fayla. Yes, I know yeah, what you're the the right. manhunt. So like, so like Viper, right, is the one I'm doing right now. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go in the order that they released it in. You have to go through three different areas. Each of those three different areas, you might have to do six six different things. Yeah. You have to do like you know control points. Then you might have to do a couple of bounties. Then you have to do a mission. Yeah. You know, and it's just, I'm just like, okay. And that's just one. Okay. Now you just one check mark. Then you have to go back and do like that four other times. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, damn, man, this is a lot, and especially with one person. So it's just taking a very, very long time, but I'm enjoying it as I'm playing it. So it doesn't really matter. It's yeah, one I'm of not even, I'm not even doing the manhunt. You're not even doing anything? Not You're the just, manhunt. What are, you, what are you doing? So I'm doing uh, all of the league stuff. So where you basically oh, run yeah. the different missions on hard or the targeted loot is incredible. Um, have you have you played around with that? I've, I've gotten some targeted loot. I don't know what the hell it is. So, <laughs> so, so well, we would no. all turn this into a division cast. Um, but what, um, what is it? So what it is, is next time you play, open the map, right? Mm-hmm. Push up on the D-pad. Okay. The, map will, the map will move up and it will show you in every region of D.C. and New York there's a specific either gear set or type of weapon or armor set that will drop more often in that region. I've seen that. Yeah. So basically what it's doing is, which is brilliant is um, it's allowing people at end game, like we are to hunt for specific gear sets or specific loot. So for instance, I'm always a sniper. There's Mm -hmm. a gear set now in division two called aces and eights where You headshot people, you get five in a row, it flips cards over, it gives you a poker hand, and then depending on what hand you get, you get bonus damage. It's Which for me, as an ex-poker player and a sniper in the game, I was like, dude, this game is built for me. So I, I literally found the region where that was, and I went and ran hard and challenging missions in that region. And I you got were from poker? That's what I got out of this. The what? You said a former poker player. Did you retire? Did you go pro? No, I I played about six seven hours a day. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. All right. Many years many years ago. We're talking. Many years. You know. Yeah. Many years. I'm old. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I I won't keep on it. But the between the next gen update for it, which Ubisoft has been killing, by the way, on Amazing. their games. Yeah. Between the next gen update, the now end game content design in Division Two, and the loot design, which is incredibly complex, because there's I could go into it forever, but the loot is as good as probably any loot-based game I've ever played now. Um, if you dive into the named items, the gear sets, the recalibrations, um, crafting, it's it's incredibly extensive. Uh, it's just fantastic. It's a fantastic game right now. So mm-hmm. I'll stop now because I've been ranting. Joe, what have you been up to, man? You're on mute. I've been playing this little <laughs> ditty called Hitman. Never heard of it. Um, yeah, yeah. Yuffie's bitch. Have you ever heard of it? <laughs> heard of it. Yo, side note, I got, I got, I was, I texted this to Ains. I got 67th in the world on the new elusive targets. But here's the problem. I thought that unlocked the trophy that you have to get like uh-huh. top 100 in the world. It does not yeah. count. It has to be on an actual mission. So it, I am screwed. There is, you, you There's one to cheat that. Early. Gosh, that's hard. You, you, cre- you create your own playlist, and then you just complete it, and you'll get it. 
Oh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Uh, there's yeah. ways. Uh, but I, I, so Hitman One, Hitman Two finally got back on sale. They were both like ten bucks each, and I'm like, oh, sorry, not. Uh, Hitman was like, I think the game of the year, Hitman Two, game of the year edition was seventeen bucks. I already had Hitman One, so I bought Hitman Two on PSN. Uh, and that's what I've been doing. I've been playing through. Now I kind of understand what's going on story-wise. And let me tell you something. This game, I could be playing it for for this for this whole year. Like it's so good. Until infinite. And now, what's that? Until infinite. Oh yeah, until infinite. <laughs> obviously. But like, I it, it's just so good. And I've been doing this thing now that like I get frustrated in it. So like when I get caught, I'm just like. Shame, <laughs> you know, cock my shotgun back and just start killing all the guards. Like I feel like like the most elite Terminator assassin at sometimes. But I'm I've gotten through one. I've gotten through most of two. I'm at this keep. I, that's the first map uh, that I've I, I've I've gotten to that I'm not in love with. Not in love with the keep. The little the, castle. The, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's the, the yeah. castle. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. That one's a tough one. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't dig it because I feel confined. But honest to goodness, for the most part, that's that's the only one that I don't like. Like, I love the 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 one in Japan with the hospital. Like that one's so freaking cool. Where you could kill him with the defibrillators because this evil dude that needs like a heart transplant, and like you could kill him with the defibrillators. You could just walk in a room and crush his heart. Like, there's like different ways of going about it. Like, it is. It's so unique the ways that you can assassinate these targets without even having to pull the trigger. It's just so freaking good. And then games that I do pull the trigger on. Let's talk about this little ditty called Fortnite because it's a game that keeps on giving, man. Oh my god. Oh this my god. So Did you cool. buy the alien? Of course I bought the Xenomorph. <laughs> and there's this debate because our friend Kev was like, that's oh, it looks it looks goofy. I'm like that's a xenomorph drone, you dumb idiot. You're talking about the wrong. You're talking about the xenomorph from Covenant. That is not the xenomorph that we see in Alien 1, nor in 2, you dumb, dumb idiot. Xenomorph looks awesome. Oh, you, the you got into the alien lore and you crushed them down. Yeah. If someone's going to step on my turf, they're going to get <laughs> smacked down. Um, and then, like, I bought Chung Lee because, duh. <laughs> and it's. It, like the back bling, they call it, like your, your backpacks that you put on. Yeah. This thing is the coolest because it's an arcade machine. And let's just say, like, you're in like the the you know the match before the match, you're in the waiting room, whatever. It'll actually be like it'll actually show the arcade machine, uh, like screen is on the character select. And when you when you get a when you get a KO, it's actually I think it's like Ken doing the Shuriken. It's yeah. like it's so cool the little aspects, the little like homages <laughs> that they have. It's just every time there's a gaming one, I'm just like, okay, I'm son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> the game's so much fun. It gets so much trash because it's popular, but honestly, it has some of the best shooting that I feel like in in a multiplayer game in a really long time. The guns feel fair, uh, and especially when it comes to sniping, sniping feels feels as good as Battlefield 3, and that's a high compliment to me. So, honest to goodness, I get it. People build the Taj Mahal in front of you, and you're like, God damn it. But when you have those firefights, when you can outthink them um, and 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 get ahead, like, it just, it, it, it feels, that game feels just so excellent. And Sanja's such a rocket, like, trajectory of content that I don't feel like anybody could dethrone this thing anytime soon. 
you know. Yeah, but, so enough, that's man. pretty much what I've been playing. Yeah, that's, I'm just biding my time for Yakuza. That's cool. You've been enjoying yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, Like a Dragon's really good. It is really good, and that's coming from someone who didn't really enjoy the Yakuza games, but it's really good. Um, St, welcome to the show, man. Did you boys talk about infant? Yeah, we did actually. We actually just wrapped that up. So go back about fifteen minutes. Uh, we talked about it for quite a bit. So. And yes, we we all agree. I, you know, you said that audio log. I didn't even mention that, but there was an audio log hidden in the update. Did you guys know that of Cortana yes. speaking? Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. And uh, was the, it good? Like, yeah. or was she like, "I'm going, I'm going to kick your ass"? What was it? It was a, it was like 45 seconds of Cortana talking, and um, she, and then Chief's uh, Chief says a thing at the end, and she says, uh, uh, "Someone asked Chief, what's the last thing she said to you?" And he, and it ends with him saying goodbye. Mm. so yeah interesting interesting anyway dutch i know man we've been going a while um <laughs> yeah so touch on uh yeah i got you so touch on uh anything you want to touch on that you've been playing or enjoying uh again i just picked up last of us two the other um the other day because it was 15 15 pounds british which is like less than 20 dollars so yeah it's awesome was- that was awesome and i was so I've, I've dived into that i'm actually enjoying that much more than i did the first um last of us really? Finally, i jumped into the first uh see, this give is, it, this is give difference. it time I, I jumped into the first last of us years after it was released so by okay. the time mm. i played it controls were felt dated. outdated like yeah. really outdated and i was yeah. like god this feels janky yeah. and it just i couldn't really click connect with it down to the controls it had nothing to do with the story because it's a really good story yeah um but control-wise, it felt a little bit a bit outdated, and it, it was quite a chore to try and get through. And some of the enemies didn't spawn, or things like that. It was niggly bits, really. Yeah. Um, but this one feels so much better. The stealth yeah. is so much better. The storyline I'm enjoying so far. Give it time. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, not, I'm not one of these that's going to get like really frustrated I know, with being dies, etc. Like it's just part of it. I yeah. can understand mm-hmm. why if someone's extremely invested, that'd be like again trying to kill off or like like they tried to do in the previous one kill off cortana and now she's went evil and whatnot yeah um but it would be like doing the same to for instance cortana's the lead character you play as and then chief gets murdered in the first section i can understand why people get like so irate with it um, biggest spoiler then having to play, then having to play as another person yeah yeah bad um that's cool but, though yeah. yeah, really enjoyed, really enjoying it. The stealth so much better than than the first one. Like I'm enjoying that. Like I haven't fired the weapon yet. I've awesome. just like stealthed the living death out of everything. The clickers as well, just like taking me time and creeping yeah. right up to the <laughs> like stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Straight away. Yeah, it's so a, it's really a long game. That. It's longer than you think. So yeah. um yeah, just if you're enjoying it, man, take your time, enjoy the ride. But yeah, every that's, time you think it's I'm, coming I'm to a climax. It keeps going. Yeah, it's <laughs> what I normally do anyway with them longer story story games. Like I'll I'll play like a, a chapter or so, and then I'll come off it and I'll play like little indie games or play a few multiplayer games with somebody just to refresh. Because I don't unless it's like really like I know this game's twenty hours long. I can go through this and I'll be fine within a day or two. Um, when I know it's like a 60, 70 hour game, I pace it. Yeah, I pace it. Yeah. Um, cool. That. The Falconer. I was playing again the other day, getting into that. Um, playing. I'm, I'm 
jumping on Halo here and there just to brush up before the tournament. <laughs> yeah, I feel I need to. Joe's in it too. Joe's in it too. Well, what's your what's your teams? What's your teams looking like? Uh, we're we're good. We're good. Okay. We we've got a mixture. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'll be real. I'll be real. And if Boom wa- watches this, hears it. I'm sorry. That's how I feel. I'm gonna be having to carry Boom and uh, and uh, Zemi on my back that whole game. I have a feeling that I know. I know what it's gonna be like. There, these two are gonna be like, "Hey, what's going on? What's this? Uh, is this a ceiling?" And I'm gonna be like, "All right, guys. All right, <laughs> you know." <laughs> Dutch, uh, Dutch take drew, a um, there, He's playing. His team's playing GBTB first round. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Do we know what Halo it is? That's my one question. So, so I talked to Mark, and he said. Yeah, he said MCC, so it could be all four games. That's, a, that's I'm already. I don't even like this ref already. What do you mean, like MCC? Well, that doesn't give me a clear. If it's two and three, they're wildly different. Like people, all four are wildly that. different. Yes, exactly. So you it, know? It'll it'll show your true Halo chops. Mm. <laughs> nope. Watch it's like Halo Five. You know, <laughs> at the very end. Yeah, you know? Halo Five's the best playing one. Be I mean, I, I would have preferred Halo Five personally, but oh okay. yeah. Is what it is. Listen, if it's if it's if it's Halo two, if it's Halo three, I'm just saying, wear a chastity belt, you know. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, <laughs> okay. all right. Oh, I mean, my, my group's already talking you. about what we're doing with the winnings, so that's. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like I'm like, what am I gonna do with all these bodies? You know, that's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my god! Uh, Hassan, what's up, brother? We we actually talked about Anthem for quite a bit here to say rip Anthem. Yes, we poured one out. Thank you for the super chat, brother. Um, he he's the one. He he. We were talking last night. He reinstalled it last night. He's like, when are we playing? So we're gonna do it. Um, I was just gonna talk about division. We've we've been talking for a long time. We already covered it. I don't need to touch it. It's awesome. If you haven't gone back to the division two since launch, especially if you have PS five. Or Series X, Series S, go do it because it's amazing. Um, yeah, it's a night and day difference. So cool, man. Well, it's been an absolute uh, uh, pleasure having you guys on. It's been a fantastic conversation, obviously. Um, so thanks for coming on. Thanks for joining us this Saturday. Uh, a couple things I want to shout out real quick. Uh, good in gaming update. I know I mentioned it last week. I've started kind of putting those pieces of that article together. There's a lot there because of how many people reached out to me. So working on that, I'll hopefully have it out this week. Um, Dutch and I actually spoke two days ago, just the two of us, uh, in his Know Your Creator segment for the uh, Midweek Mix-Up channel. So uh, that'll be debuting for, correct me if I'm wrong, Patreons on this upcoming Friday, if you're listening, and for your channel just overall on Saturday. Yes, that's right, yeah. Perfect. That is correct. That was an awesome conversation, Uh, just me and Dutch just chatting about everything, uh, how I got into gaming, season gaming's background, all that stuff, so... Um, it was a lot of fun, man. So thank you again for that. Um, and obviously, if you're a fan of season gaming as a whole, and and obviously this show that's uh, and you're interested to know how it began, and you haven't, you're relatively new to this channel. If you're a new subscriber to season gaming, then it's a good one to jump on and, and kind of get to know Ian's in, in the background of the channel as well. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. Um, Outriders impressions. So Steve is writing those for our site. They're already uh, kind of in draft form, so you can see those on uh, on our site if you're want to learn a little more about Outriders, and he played it on both console and PC as well. And then um, there's a few uh, other indie reviews we're covering um, this week as well. So Littlewood is a uh, kind of Stardew Valley slash Animal Crossing-like game that just launched for the Switch. That review is live now. 
And uh, we've got some uh, a couple more coming to uh, one called Rogue Heroes, which just launched as well, a little rogue-like. So you, if you like those types of indies game, indie games, excuse me, we've got those reviews for you. So check it out. All right, man. Let's get on out of here. Uh, Dutch, man, why don't you shout out your channel and where people can find you? Awesome stuff. Yeah, thank you. Thank you again for having us on. Um, and a pleasure to be here, as always. Thanks for, for bringing us back after I couldn't make last week. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, no, it's been awesome having this discussion again. I really enjoyed it. Um, you can find me on uh, Twitter, on Xbox, uh, on YouTube as Wandering Dutch. Uh, and that's where you'll find, of course, our, our weekly midweek mix-up podcast. Uh, and again, the new show, Know Your Creator, where we get to know all the different creators from the um, from the YouTube space, from Twitter, from gaming. Um, and kind of do a one-on-one -on -one discussion on how they got into gaming and their love for the the kind of gaming section so um yeah you can find me everywhere as wondering dutch fantastic man <laughs> and of course the information will be in the uh, show notes as well if you need it joe always good having hey, you man. man glad you could be here to talk state of play and uh, everything else obviously um yeah. it's only been a couple weeks since you were last on and i but i do know uh you were debuting some of the revised stuff for trophy room as well so yeah looking, looking good man looking good yeah man, the over the new overlays the new stuff we got for streaming Man, Diego, just, oh, man, nothing but net with this guy. Fantastic <laughs> work. Um, yeah, you can check out the Trophy Room, a PlayStation show over on YouTube, the video version. We have a bunch of content out this week. Um, we talk about uh, the state of play, our reactions to it. We talk about all the latest and greatest PlayStation news over there. You can find the Trophy Room podcast where each and every week me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest and greatest in all things PlayStation each and every Thursday. Uh, again, this week we got two extra shows. It was a busy week, so make sure you tune on in for that. You can find that on podcast services wherever you find them, whether it's Apple Play, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find the show there. And yeah, follow me at Mr. Badbit, PS Trophy Room on Twitter. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and honest to goodness, I very need. I much needed this conversation today, guys. So I'm, I'm very thankful uh, you, you you extended an invitation. I very much needed it today. So thank you. Nice. Of course, man. Always welcome. Shit, you can reach out to me and just jump in at any time. <laughs> you know, you know how it goes around here. Yeah. We're fine with it. We try to get the, last week, on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Dan, here's your screenshot so everyone knows you're not lying. Leaderboard Global, sixty-seven out of five hundred. I should have waited like two more seconds, and it would have been sixty-nine. <laughs> Almost guaranteed. <laughs> I don't even well know what I'm at now. I have to go look because I dropped. I dropped down like 86 after a while. Uh, yeah, you know, good. I poisoned them both. It, but here's the thing, you know, the the thing with these things is, it took me almost three hours to do that because I had to run around and restart the game because you only get one chance at the uh, okay the elusive targets. So yeah, yeah, I had to I had to basically run around try to figure out everything that they were doing. Uh, and then eventually, because once you start it, that's it. You know, if you die, you're screwed. That you yeah. don't get a second chance. So I, I basically had to restart the application over and over and over again. But it's worth it. I, I wasn't even going for that. I was just trying to figure out the best, you know, way to get some points. So, <laughs> that's cool, though, man. Yeah. So I know we can find you here. That's about um, it anymore, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still there on Twitter. I'm just not talking very much because you know it just bores the hell out of me most of the time no offense to everybody but it's just it's just it's always the same conversations this no is much worries. better because you get to interact with mm -hmm. people personally you know and, and talk to everybody I, I like this a lot more you yeah. can talk about games 
you know, and, and with, with, you know, uh, multiple different people, yeah. I just, I just get to the point on Twitter where it's like, these people are saying this. <laughs> Why are you even commenting on it? Don't even yeah. comment on it. Like, hey, this PlayStation guy said, you know, Xbox has no games. I'm glad we're. Well, don't even talk about that guy. Yeah. Why are you Just talking? Move, about that's it? what I do. I'll talk. Yeah, I, I'll the people. I mean, you move, move on. on. It's all yeah. I, got. I got sick of all that garbage, so okay. it was just it just got to the point where it's just like, yeah, I'll just I'll chime in every once in a while, you know, and yeah. and be here to talk about actual good stuff. And and mm. you know have a real discussion as opposed to blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> yeah, so. All right, man. Well, thanks for everyone. Chat, you've been awesome. If you're listening to this later, of course, uh, you know we're live on Saturdays at 12 p.m. Central U.S. time. So please feel free to stop by and join the chat. Um, but otherwise, thank you as always for the support. That was Bitcast 143, and we will see you next week. Peace.